Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente, this is Ish. And, and this, this is Season, season two, 2 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Like when you're in the gym, I mean, you got zoned out, yeah. right? Uh, I think it was like earlier this week or something. I was at the gym and I don't know how I pressed. I was listening um, to Maluma, to uh, Sin Contrato, uh-huh. and which I freaking love that song so much that apparently I inadvertently hit the repeat button. And I just kept going. And I didn't realize that the entire time that I was at the gym, like the hour and a half time, when I was leaving, I'm like, I've been listening to this song on repeat. Like an hour and a half later, you realize it. Good job. Good my, job. My baby. Oh, Lord. And that is episode 87. Episode 87. We're back in the East Coast. That's right. Whoop, whoop. That was nice. Our California adventure. It was nice. We didn't have to ride that giant Ferris wheel or anything. No, no. But that was, you know, our two of our California-themed episodes. Yes. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray. Ooh, we're like, I love Lucy. So welcome back, everybody. Episode 87, Pedro Friday. Yep, yep. We're back. And happy, well, I guess today's Dia de los Muertos, this Pedro Friday, right? Because it's not Halloween. Halloween's the 31st. Yes. I think Dia de los Muertos is the first. Yes, yes. Yes. Mexico goes large. They do. 
Yeah, that's, well, that's, you know, we should all celebrate. It's a big deal. Ancestors. You know that that's something that I like wouldn't like. I would love to see that like those big huge mm-hmm. celebrations they have in, in Mexico City of the other winter because they're quite the spectacle. I mean, have you seen the opening of Spectre by James Bond? <laughs> I'm sure it's very representative of every single year. Uh, so welcome back. And everybody who listened to episode 86, thank you. It was two hours long. Yes, yeah, seriously. The fact that you returned says a lot about but, you. But, um, you know, but we had two great interviews, obviously. We with had to get him in. Daniel, who was freaking awesome. Yes, yeah, and as we're recording, what, this is his birthday. But. Do you know that ever since we went to Porto's Bakery, all I've craved are Cuban sandwiches? Really? Yes. I had one last night. <laughs> and you know me, and it's not that I don't dislike Cuban sandwiches. No, you're not. But like, I'm not the type to be like, I need a Cuban sandwich. Where did you get it from? Uh, Casabana. Okay. So, anyway, so welcome back, everybody. And as we start our topics of the day, week, for this episode. Of course, <laughs> that um, you know we left California. Yes, yes. But things are getting hot in California. Oh, I and know. not in a good way. I know that. Like, but okay. It, well, while I, we I were like there, we, well, while we were there, yeah, the yeah. fire was already going on. It was already started. You know, we didn't start the fire. But, no, um, no. Bill, Billy, and Billy Joel, Joel was not there. He was not there either. <laughs> well, but but while we were there, the fire was. The fire was already going yeah, on, yeah, yeah. though I felt, I feel it was a little bit more contained than yeah. now. Yeah, when and, we got out of the taping of Fuller House, we smelled it. Yeah. I mean, I mean there was ash and, on the, on the and, of our car. And the Santana winds now that came in this week. Uh, it did not help. I mean, it was like this anomaly that these yeah. winds were as um, yeah. harsh as they were and strong as they were. And that obviously was going to make the um, the fire extend. Yeah, so, so, you know. All I, our listeners, hope you're safe. You know, stay safe. I I, I know everybody, you know, tells us, like, how can you live in Florida with so many hurricanes and so many storms? And, you know, hurricanes and storms are definitely very dangerous and it's nothing to laugh about. But at least we can prepare. Correct. You know, we can prepare. We can leave. Yeah, um, like a hurricane, a snowstorm. These are th- like the East Coast has things that you can kind of prepare. But I for. feel that like especially these fires, like there's not even talk about earthquakes, but like yeah, these the fires. fires, it's like they come and knock on your door. and It's like you need to get out, like now. And it's a fire. It's a fire is not something you can ride through. No, you know, no, no, no. Right, right. because a storm, you know, you could ride for through a storm worse, for yeah. better, yeah, for better, for yeah. worse, but not a fire. You know, and it's like, what do you do? Because it's not even a matter of saving your life, but there's so many things like pictures, videos, no. you know, things or that what like. If, what if you left for work that day and now you can't go back in? Yes. You didn't even get a chance to I'll take I'll put my videos in my, you know, you know I am about pictures. <laughs> I'd put that in like one of those like bulletproof, fireproof safes. Like the black box from the airplane? Yes. No, they sell them. It's funny because my cousin has this like safe in his house that will survive like the nuclear apocalypse. Oh. And I'm like, going, Yo, why can't we just get in the safe? Like, is, it, is it made out of the same parts as Cher? Oh, more or less, <laughs> okay. probably. So that got me thinking, these fires in um, California, in California and in the L.A. region. And they're also going out in, actually, in Northern California. Oh, really? Yeah, they're also hitting the Samoa, oh, so, Sonoma re- oh, region by the vineyards and Wine all that. country? Yes. Oh, no, so, not the vineyards. You know, and again, our hearts go out to the people who are affected by this fire. We were, yeah. we have a lot of listeners in California. Yes, we, we do. have a lot of friends in California. That's true. Um, so, you know, best of luck to you guys. But then, you know, I started thinking about this whole like climate change thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not real, but fine. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If, if I knew you were like, not kidding, <laughs> right? So, something really funny happened. And, 
at least here in Miami, don't you feel that in the last couple of weeks it's been hotter than ever? We're record-breaking heat for this time of year. And I you know that, see that. Yeah, it's been yeah. like freaking ninety-two. And, and I know. No, it's been it, it's been like in the nineties, but it feels like it's in the hundreds. Yeah. Okay. So in you've seen that in the front of my house, I have these like little lanterns mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with candles. They've melted. <laughs> The, the, they've melted. They didn't even melt in July. They're just puddles. They melted. The candles That's melted. Crazy. They didn't melt in like in, in the, July, the prime the, of summer. They didn't melt, but now and like That's all crazy. like the little plants and stuff that I have oh, no, in the front yard. It, yeah. Yeah, 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 and I and I water it every day, and you know, like was this whole thing of global warming? Like, obviously, this is no scientific data <laughs> that I we're mean, providing, right? But. I mean, again, it's not that like in the fall. Technically, we're in the, no, fall, we're in the fall. That the here in Miami experiences the same fall that you know. It yeah, does it's never. It never goes in New England or something. But it, you know, in in October, it will be already a little bit cooler, not cold. Maybe like the seventies. You know, but a little bit cooler. And now, like I feel this month, it's been like. Oh, oh yeah. Do you want to go to the beach this weekend? Because clearly, I mean, it, but it's been like hotter than ever. No, no, yeah, yeah. it's been terrible. You know something else that I. Again, it's not scientific data, <laughs> but something that like I don't know if if you, what are you ever noticed by? when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So you know, obviously, a big deal for us here in South Florida or in Miami is the youth, the Dade County Youth Fair. Yes, 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 the king of all you know carnivals. Yes, um, and it's funny because used to be my client. It, it, they um. I have a lot of pictures as a kid, and even like a big kid, like 10, 12 years old. Grow, that I grew up going to the fair, and I have a lot of pictures that my parents took like of us fair with a jacket, like with like a, a very light nothing, jacket, yeah, nothing but, heavy, but like, like a members only jacket, yeah, 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 like yep. like a windbreaker, yes, a windbreaker, yes. but nonetheless a jacket, right? And 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 the fair is consistent at in terms of its time. Yeah, it's, it's always it's March, in to March. April. March, it's always April. like it. mid March to, to like the, the first week of April. the first few days of April. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. always in the same time. Yeah, it's no Gambia. It's no Gambia. It's no Gambia. And coño, we were kids and we would have to wear like a little light jacket. Yeah. nothing crazy, but a little light jacket. And now you're going like tank top and oh, you're God. like dying of heat. If I could go in, you know, just underwear and, and no shirt, I'd be fine. But again, this is not scientific data. <laughs> <laughs> this is anecdotal. But but seriously. This Seriously, like seriously, like when you think about these things, yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, it, clearly something is changing. Something. Yeah. I don't, I, again, we're not scientists, but something. Because how? I mean, it's been what 25, 30 years mm -hmm. since you know maybe uh, we went as children. Yeah. So not that that's not a long time, you know. In the grand scheme in, of it all, in, in, in terms of geology, in terms right, of the right. history of the in, Earth, in terms of the existence you know, of the universe. Yeah. Um, it's like how can climate have such a change from you know such a short time? And you could say, oh, maybe you had a hot year, but yeah, no, but no, it was no, there's there's uh, there's an off season, and then there's you know consistent. See, I remember, I remember being a kid and in the fair going up the hill. You know, where oh, you yeah. see yes. el, el aire. Yeah. My mom be like, Darien, Darien, he's not the jacket. Because at that time there was a double, the double looping yeah. thing. So since that was a, the the two loop yeah. roller coaster, double looper. was also going, so it would create more wind. A so vacuum. It was, it was a vacuum. 
It was like a but, but I remember that you would like okay to our listeners who used to go to the fair. Like, don't you remember that? Like in in March when you go to the fair, it, again, it's not that it was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but you would have to wear, especially if you were there all day into and, like, the night, into the night, into the you night. Wore a little light jacket during the day. It was moderate. It was temperate. It was nice, but all. Oh, yeah, no, no. You're right. Wow. I didn't yeah. thought about that. And now here are my candles are melting at the end of October. Uh, in Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> you can't even light the damn jack-o'-lantern. No, it's funny because um, Tristan's Spongebob for Halloween. I know. I'm so and happy And he wanted me to dress up as Spongebob. And I actually thought you about it. two Spongebobs? And I actually thought about it. No, because I saw the um, in Target they had the pajama, the no, onesie. You should have been Squidward or Patrick. Yeah, but I didn't find those. I found Spongebob. And I'm like, I actually was going to do it. And I'm like... Those onesies. Oh, those union suits. Yeah. Con lo, el calor no, 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 que no, va no. a ver. Yeah, those are not. I'm like, no. Th- that's not a breathable That's the type real. of thing you wear to like the office. Hey, look, I'm. <coughs> pajama day. And then you take day. it off. Yeah, yeah for pajama day, yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's on fire. Oh, he's going to be Spongebob. No, no, no. Between global warming and between uh, the Miami Beach getting flooded. Yeah, we're not in a good place here. Estamos de madre. Estamos jodido. Anyway. But we're cute, so it's okay. Anyway, so, bueno, I want to tell you something that okay, I did me, this week. Me, what did you do? That, um... Oh my God, it sounds so urgent. It is. Okay. I was very proud of myself. I've become quite the little literal activist. When I mean literature, well, when I mean yeah. literal, I mean in terms of literature, like of literary, writing. Literary, like, literary, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literary activist, yes, that's yes. what I wanted to do. So, this week, I found something really shocking in an Instagram feed that I follow. Emily and Charlotte were the same Bronte sister. No. Oh, damn it. But we could talk about that later. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll come back to that. So Wuthering Heights and Jane Eyre was written by the same person, but it, yes. it was, but it wasn't. Exactly. Ooh. It's like now there's only LaToya. No, 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 no. <laughs> if we're going to be stuck with one Jackson, it's going to be Janet. <laughs> If we're going to be stuck no, with but one the rumor, female... But the rumor was that Michael and LaToya were the same person for a no, while. No, I thought it was Michael and Janet. No, because that's harder. No, because that's why when Janet... That's harder because LaToya you never really see. So technically... Yeah, but when, when <laughs> Janet gave Michael uh, a Grammy in 1992, uh-huh. that they're both dressed right. in white and Janet yeah, yeah, had yeah. Um, poetic justice hair, I was, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, they did, did a whole spoof on that. That she, they were like, look, we're not the same person. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. Any, any Michael with any Jacks, any, any of the Jacksons. Any, yeah. Well, let's just get Tito. Anyway. <laughs> so, what 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 active I follow did you take? on Instagram? Okay. I follow Architectural Digest. Okay. Because very you know, very reputable magazine. Of been around forever. Because you know, I love me some design. You're a frustrated architect. I am. I should have been an architect. I remember growing up seeing your designs and you would submit them to the fair. To the fair. <laughs> that we were just Going talking back to about. to the fair. And get, you know, your tickets and you would get prizes for them and you always love Legos and all that. So I know you have a very, very big soft spot in your heart for architecture. I did. I did. You still do. I, I still do. You still um, do. And I didn't because of my parents, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But anyway. Um, <laughs> that's a point five. So episode. as I'm scrolling through the Architectural Digest feed, they show a room that was just remodeled, okay. as they do in, in Architectural, in Architectural Digest. Digest right. Um, Especially on their Instagram. Because on Instagram, they post more, obviously, well, than on the magazine. Correct. So they, they're more liberal in terms of, like, the pictures that they put. So they had this room 
that they did with like a blue blue wall. Mm-hmm. And in the background, it, it was like a there was a bed, and in the the back wall behind the bed, there was like a collage of different frames, right. which looked very. They were nice. all like black and white pictures yes. in white frames, yes. correct? And when I looked closely, mm-hmm. one of the pictures was of El Che. Oh no. And I was like, well, 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 and we're not well, talking well. Antonio Banderas in Evita, right? What do we have here, Architectural Digest? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, this is unacceptable. Correct. So what did Darian do? What did Darian I do? I wrote an email. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> Listen, for those keeping track at home, this is the second time that he has written an email. To a major media And outlet? as you know, I was not going to leave a comment in the comment section because oh, no. you know how I feel about That's people peeing in the wind. bitching about stuff yeah. in comment sections. So I took it to a greater source. I took it to email. Okay. So I got their email okay. and this is what I wrote. Dear Architectural Digest, I have been a reader of your magazine for years and I also follow AD's Instagram account. While scrolling through your feed yesterday, I unfortunately came across a post containing a photograph of Che Guevara. My reasons for this email is not to change anybody's mind, nor center any content. Rather, I ask that in this time that we are living in, which so many organizations proclaim to be, quote, woke, or understandings of people's sensibilities, your editor should, underst- should understand the offense that this image of this man causes many people. While some people may see Che Guevara as a hero, To many others, he is seen as a vicious, bloodthirsty murderer who slaughtered and tortured thousands of people during the Cuban Revolution and beyond. I doubt that any established publication like Architectural Digest would post any content containing any image or reference to Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Mussolini, to name a few. The same logic should be applied to Che Guevara. I'm sure I'm not the only person to bring light to this particular post for this reason. I hope that Architectural Digest and its editors take this as a learning opportunity to be better informed as to the significance of this man and how his presence in an apolitical design magazine is unacceptable. Sincerely, Darian Borges. They wrote me back okay. and they told me that yeah. they received my your uh, email. Th- my mm-hmm. email and that they were taking what I wrote. Um, you know, they were reviewing Thank you for what your I wrote. Feedback, Thank you for your feedback right. and they were reviewing what I wrote and the next day they took it down. For those keeping score at home, this is the second time that Darian has effected change in the media landscape. The first, yes, it is the, the view, view <laughs> where literally the first person they featured. Not only did they come back with featurettes, they literally said one of the people we first mentioned on the show, Desi or not, Desi Arnaz, and now Architectural Digest. Who's next? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see <laughs> who messes next? up. But but see, here, but here. what I love is is the way that you approach this, and this is actually it's funny because just I think it was today or this week. I think um, you know Barack Obama. I didn't read the article. I'm gonna I'm gonna confess, but there was, I saw the headline. He's basically saying that this like call out culture and this like you know quote unquote woke bullshit mm-hmm. is not true activism Mm -hmm. and you know and i think you are you're exemplifying what he means by that which is you know you very easily could have put something in the comment section and said like you know this man is a murderer blah 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 blah, you know gone the whole the whole route and then somebody would have answered you you would have answered them back somebody else would have come in and answered both of you Mm -hmm. and it would have done nothing other than actually maybe even maintaining the picture there because now the picture has so many comments that mm-hmm. it's going to pop to the top of every algorithm ever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by, by going the side route and actually trying to have a conversation, which we, you and I stress all the time is what really needs to be happening. You know, you, you affect, I mean, 
I'm eh, fucking. I'm gonna give you the full credit. You affected change. I affected change. Well, because my my biggest problem with, I mean, obviously, when we've talked about Che Guevara and the meaning of Che Guevara. Yeah, um, I know this episode I mean, this bevo- is, yeah. before, so we don't need to get into what he did right. and all that, that. All that. But my biggest problem with it is like, if we're going to p- proclaim to be woke, right? You know, if we're not going to have Christopher Columbus Day, mm-hmm. right? Then you know, we, then and rightfully so because of you know what he did. You know, aside from discovering America, right? You know, if we're going to hold certain standards to certain historical figures, then we got to keep. Then we got to do it to everybody. Yeah, you know, and especially in the case of Che Guevara, which is something that happened so recent. Right. You know, um, and there's still people living who were affected, by th- who were affected by that. Again, a magazine like Architectural Digest, who is apolitical, should not be featuring his his content because, as I said there, I'm sure that if it would have been somebody who posted a photograph of Hitler or of Mussolini, uh, Mussolini or Stalin, that wouldn't have flown. If I'm a designer <laughs> and I put a picture of Hitler in a collage and Architectural Digest comes and takes a, a picture of right. that, they're not going to publish that. Are you kidding me? Right. right. They're not going to publish that. Of course they, they're not going to. And of course they shouldn't, obviously. But yeah, but if, you're, if we're going to be so woke, then yeah, you need to include the fact that this man... Is a murderer. But I think it speaks to the larger thing that you and I have spoken of a lot, which is that, you know, generally speaking, when it comes to Hispanic culture, history, Latinx, you know, history and, and events, I think that in general, for whatever reason, we are not as good about making sure people know these things. I, I, I mean, I, like, let's take, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's just also because, you know, what Hitler did was on such a grand, horrible scale you know what what gave, what Che did only happened on an island, so you know yeah, but Che Guevara was known know, around I, the I, world. Correct, but what I'm I'm trying to figure out why because again there are you know igual que Che you know Hugo Chavez you know what I mean like these are all people who were just horrible human beings who had people executed simply for you know what what being at odds with what them. and yet people kind don't of view it the me, same way and I wonder why. What kind of puzzles me about El Che in particular is that. There is no doubt, no doubt, that he had people executed who were not of his... By his own admission. By his own admission. There's no doubt yeah, about it. it's not like a rumor. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like, oh, did he or didn't he? Right. You no, know? no, no, no. He himself right, said Right. It. There's no doubt he himself said it. And these were people who simply were dissident to what he believed in, in right. terms of the revolution. Right. So in other words, he killed people who were against him. Oh, and let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else because I know a lot of people that are very like progressive and very like bohemian, love it, Che. El Che, <laughs> El Che, one of the people that he thought were the worst were gay men. And he has he he has he has gone on record on saying some very dis, like terrible comments about you know gay men. That's funny consider, considering his jaunty love of a beret. <laughs> and against, you know, black people. Right. So uh, you know, he be- wasn't woke before. You know, <laughs> we and and these are quotes that like this is on record. Yeah, yeah you're not making this so up. So before, you know, because a lot of people that are very very extreme, you know, think he's a hero and all that. Right, before you, leftist. you uh, before you stand on that soapbox to preach, you know, the motorcycle diaries. Do your right? research. Do your research. Do your and, research. And, and and again, these aren't things. This is why with him it puzzles me because there's other historical figures that maybe because of time mm-hmm. that it's been hundreds of years or They've been lost to the ages or, or whatever right. that you know did they or didn't they but with him all these things are certain right. like there's no doubt about this so i've just 
I just wonder how... They turn a blind eye. Not only did they turn a blind eye, I mean, if you wouldn't know any better and you wouldn't know the history of it and you would you would see this picture of this man, you would think that this man was probably up for sainthood at one point or another. <laughs> Do you know that the even the, the picture, the iconic picture, yes. that picture was doctored? Oh, really? Yeah, the original picture, which you could find, it's actually on his Wikipedia page. Oh, like, wow. You don't even have to go that far. Right, right, right. The original picture, he doesn't have that gaze to like... You know, right, right, eternity right, right. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. no, he's like looking to the side. <laughs> so he was the first Photoshop? Yes. He it was, was the first it was, filter? It was, it was doctored. It was doctored to make it look like more majestic. <laughs> right, to give it more, more right. gravitas. So, again, maybe this goes back to, you know, which is something you and I have discussed about. If I'm going to wear somebody's picture on my shirt, like I'm going right. to know what they're about. Especially, especially if there's someone that... I know has to do with like politics and yeah, because we're not talking unrest. about like a celebrity. We're not talking about right. Marilyn Monroe, right? Right. You know, if Marilyn Monroe was a communist, you know, oh well. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's like very much a side thing to the image of right, Marilyn right, right, Monroe, right, right, right. right? That's a great example, right? But right? <laughs> it, I mean, again, I mean, if you wear his shirt, it's because you believe in. Some even if it's false in what you think he means, right. but I would think that you're if buying you're, into something. But I would think that if you're buying into something, especially something that's ideological, mm -hmm. you would know you would not take it by the face value that your favorite either musician or athlete or public Whomever. figure wears a shirt. Well, you know we keep having this conversation, and and the only thing you can we can do is continue to send emails and getting things taken down. Like I with with him, like I can't, like I, I and and I try to like see it from the eyes of somebody who's not biased, who's right. not Cuban. But again, it's like this information is out there. Well, but one day at a time, put it best. When they were like, you know, would you walk into a Jewish home wearing a picture of Hitler? Like, it's like, man, whoever the the chair state. Whatever PR agent they hired to clean his, you know, his image after they, he was they've earned executed, their money. They've man, earned their money. That, that they deserve what, what, what PR? What is there a prize? Like, uh, I'm sure there's an award. Like, is there like, like, like yeah, there's an award somewhere. So, so whatever. <laughs> speaking of communism, are we? Are we speaking of communism? I guess we are. So here's a. My parents' little corner. Oh, okay. I, 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 I feel that, like... We have lots of corners. For this my is, parents. There's like, a lot of corners like, in this room. My, like, I love, like, my parents' stories because they're <laughs> so ridiculous. Your, par times. your parents are great. Yeah, they are. So, this week, as many of you probably know, uh, there's been a lot of protests in Chile. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I think it's hundreds of thousands, if not... On TV, it seems like millions. It seems like the entire All narrow Chile. country yeah, of yeah. Chile. Hey, it is a narrow country. <laughs> hey, you drive from coast to coast in like two minutes. My God, it's like it takes less time than but in came. But going from north to south may take <sighs> years. years. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, such a narrow country. West coast, west coast, and east coast means a completely different thing in Chile. <laughs> oh, I'm glad they don't have bloods and crips. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they've been protesting. 
in specific, what, what set off the protest was that the government was going to propose a tax or a fee on a, the metro. It was, no, it was an increase in the fare for whatever metro, reason. For but, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So that obviously sparked a lot of people to protest. And, it, you know, one thing led to another. Right. And people started protesting against, again, corruption in the government and the government charging whatever the hell they want. And, right. you know, obviously a lot of different concerns came up that we struggle with in a lot of countries. Yeah. Like uh, equal pay, um, pay, uh, pay. Um, yeah, because no, pay equality. Pay equality. I, I think also, like, for the most part, Chile was one of the countries in Latam that had had the least. I don't, I'm probably going to phrase this horribly, but that was the most stable. It was considered the most stable in terms of economy, right. in terms of, poli- uh, you know, just politics, government, and everything. Um, for the longest time, compared to other countries, right? You know, everything going on. So I go and I, you know, I, I guess did the mistake for better or for worse of asking my parents, oh, what do you think? What's going on in Chile? My mom. Se está metiendo el comunismo. And I'm like, what do you mean? You, you se está should have known comunismo. that was going to be the response. See, because the thing, the thing with my parents, and I'm sure to our <coughs> listeners out there who are Cuban, it's similar to your parents if they're old school. Maybe some Venezuelans too at this point. All, all, and Venezuelans, yes. All roads lead to communism. Whatever it is yeah. you're talking about, whatever it is, somehow it ends in communism. And I'm like, okay, wait. I've read a lot about this whole Chile conflict, and it has nothing to do with like the type of government. <laughs> right? They're not. They're not. I mean, they're protesting at, against the government. At least outwardly, right now, they're not trying. It's not like they're trying Although to say the election coup. in Argentina is a whole other story. Pero bueno, what because the election in Argentina, the I forgot her name, the lady who was. Ousted, La, La Cristina. yeah, was um, for corruption and yeah, she was yeah, a yeah, communist yeah. and all no, that. Yeah, she got she reelected. Was, she did. She got reelected. I think. Uh, I think she's vice president or something now, but she got reelected. Yeah. <laughs> bueno, that's like in Nicaragua. No vaya tan lejos, tú. In Nicaragua, they reelected Daniel Ortega. No vaya tan lejos. ¿Cuál es el alcalde ese aquí en Hialeah que Raúl Martínez? Oh yeah. <laughs> they caught the man doing I don't know how many crimes, and Hialeah would just keep electing him. Look, Mary and Barry liked you know Mary and Barry crack, crack cocaine and hose, and, and, ho- he and he got reelected. But then again, that doesn't mean he can't do a good job. It's true. <laughs> Look, we all have our vices. <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, so I asked my parents about the Chile thing. El comunismo. Eso es el comunismo. Porque tú sabes que los izquierdistas se meten en todo. And I'm like, listen, I read a lot about this. Right. It doesn't and, appear. And that... I have not read anything that this is a socialist or communist movement. Claro que sí, porque tú sabes que cuando una pila de gente van a protestar, eso es por comunismo. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, sí, 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 sí. Cuando la, toda esta gente se unen y empiezan a protestar contra el gobierno, eso siempre es izquierdista y comunista. And I'm like, wait a minute. So are you saying to the right, the right of protesting against the government, which is one of the pillars of oh. our democracy, yeah. you think that that is communist? Claro que sí, porque la gente que van y se tiran contra el gobierno, eso, es como, eso termina en comunismo. And I'm like, oh, dear God. I mean, it's true, though. The last time that a country did that, I mean, it only ended up in... Well, the United States of America. (laughs) But I just think it's telling to, and and again, I I mentioned my parents because it's my parents. It's the closest source to me. But, you know, just like them, a lot of people believe that. That that it's like the moment you have any type of social like reform uh, reform or people protesting. Social upheaval. It's like it's communism. Because what my parents say, which is true to a well, they, sense. They, they're, but again, they're bringing their own experiences. What, what, to what my situation. parents say is that a lot of times, whenever you see a any type of protest, it's hijacked by people on the extreme left. Right. And you'll see them with a, a picture of a chain. 
Right. Right? <laughs> Full circle, baby. Way to tie it. Way to tie it. Way to tie um, it. I love it. But at the same time, whether that's true or not, that that's not the basis of whatever the protest is. And 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 protesting against the government, especially from somebody anything. coming from an island that had no civil rights, no human rights, and no listen, you can't speak we, against the government. Listen, we you know, know we know that our little island is a is the cradle of uh, of contradictions. Yeah, it is. It's the cradle it of is. contradictions. You know what's great? Seriously, like I'm not kidding. What is great is to read the history of Cuba from the Spanish American War uh-huh. up to the up to the revolution. Okay. So that's about 61 62 years. Cuba from 1898, which I believe was the Spanish American War, mm-hmm. up to the revolution in 1959, Cuba was not politically mm-hmm. uh, was not the paradise they make it sound like. Right. Cuba had like two or three uh, coups. Really? Yeah. Golpe de Estado. Batista, which, you know, compared to Fidel Castro, was a saint. Yeah. Batista was Batista was actually considered a dictator because Batista got Batista came into power because he overthrew the previous government. Right, that I knew. Right, but when you read the history of Cuba in those sixty-two two years, it was very turbulent. Right, right, right. It wasn't like you know they had this democracy and all of a sudden right, they had this right. perfect democracy that was right. taken away from you know Castro came away and took away this right. wonderful democracy. I mean, obviously people lived a lot better. Okay, and there the, was it was capitalism. It was so, there was capitalism and people lived a lot correct, better, correct, a lot. Correct. Better, but again, in terms of politically, we're talking right. about politically. It was very unstable politically. Um, eh, 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 the president Estrada Palma también. <laughs> he he caused a coup, a coup. Like there were like two or three coups before Castro. Before Castro. Before Castro's you know, coup. <laughs> yeah. So. It's funny because I'm like, oh, yo, historically, our people are not that good with having, having to do with government. Yeah. So, you true. know, and as I said in We're our Spanish Aki uh, episode, yeah. which is very true, you know, you? when when the Ameri- when Cuba became, because a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people don't know that after the Spanish-American War, Cuba, Puerto Rico, I believe uh, Guam, mm-hmm. um, there were a bunch of territories that became American territories. T- uh, colonies or territories. Commonwealth. Um, and Cuba was one of them. Cuba could have been an American colony or an American commonwealth, whatever you, you want to call it. Word. It could have, but Cubans were like, nah. Nosotros. Nosotros no somos de nadie. Nosotros somos cubano. And we want our independence. And as I said, how did that work out for you? <laughs> <laughs> not that not that great not that great i'm gonna say so it's like our people politically do not have a great track no, record they don't they don't they don't they probably would have elected marion barry and then yeah. let's just say that th- historically maybe you know well jose Martí was a politician so maybe you could include him yeah he was into politics oh yeah. okay because i was um, as an author Maybe there was no founding father material. How about that? No. <laughs> I, I mean, El Indio all the way? I don't know. Like, <laughs> wasn't Cuban. Well, but... I'm he just, was Dominican. Oh, well, then I'm out. That's something people didn't know either. He was Dominican. And he went to Cuba to fight the Spaniards. Um, during the, the Spanish. D- uh, d- yeah, during... Uh, I forgot which battle. But right. he went to Cuba to save his tribe. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Taino. 
Oh. And we reward him with naming a beer after him. But obviously he didn't win. <laughs> no, he did not. But you know what? His legacy lives on. Yeah, in Malta. In Malta and beer. Yeah. So Listen, I, roads... I, I can only hope to live on in malted beverages. I know, right? Shoot. High fructose, <laughs> corn syrup, and... Uh, bring it on. Bring it on. So, so what else went on this week? Oh, let's see. There was a lot going on this week. Actually, I wanted to bring something up. Um, so this week, we had something happen in government that I think is interesting because it's potentially, to my knowledge, the first time that something of this nature happens, but it's it's indicative of, of our current society and our mm-hmm. current, you know, generational things. Um, did you hear about Representative Katie Hill? Yes. And, and and she resigned. Um, she was part of that freshman crop with mm-hmm. AOC and esta muchacha. Mm-hmm. La, la. Yeah. Oh my god. She was married, but she the, was openly bisexual. Well, she was getting. A, she's in the middle of a divorce. She's she, she's getting but believe, divorced from her husband. But I believe when she was elected, right, she right, was right, still right, with right. Him. Yes, 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 yes. Well, but she got she, elected last year. She's right. She was with him. They're getting a divorce. She's openly bisexual. But she ran as openly bisexual. Yeah, this wasn't a secret. No, no, no she at ran. All. This, at all. It's not that this came out after. Well, essentially, what has happened is now. One of the reasons she resigned was because there's a whole scandal. Some conservative um, website apparently got a hold of her nudes. Mm-hmm. And what I find interesting, and I, I read a couple of, I know you hate op-ed pieces, but these were these were interesting in, from this angle, mm-hmm. is that in an era nowadays where we've got so many people who, you know, I mean, sexting is a thing. You know, we upload pictures. We live our entire lives online where we send, you know, pictures to people. We have, you know, dating profiles that have, you know, locked pics and things like that. I mean, it's just it's an entire generation or culture that is growing up. Just that's just what it is. That your boobs and your junk is going to be out there. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't even want to think about how many people have pictures of my junk, but it's, you know, it's scandalous. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm no saint. But do you, you know, I think it's interesting that, like, this is the first time we've had a situation like this in government where somebody's resigning amidst that type of thing coming to light. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to continue down that path? Or do you think that as we get, as we continue, it's going to become like what divorce used to be? You know what I mean? Like, before, like, divorce well, was a huge scandal. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, 50, I, 60 years from now, I mean, maybe not in our lifetime. But. I've, I've thought this a really, for a very long time, and some people may disagree with me. I understand why she resigned, because... Mm-hmm. Well, there was also an investigation as to whether she had inappropriate uh, relationship with one of with, her aides. Because, it, because the pictures were with a girl who was one of her staffers. Her campaign her, staffers. Her campaign yes, staffers, correct, correct. yes. I understand why she resigned, and if I was her, I probably would have resigned too to just stop the bleeding. Exactly, just to just to put an end to it. I don't think I've I've thought this for a very long time. I don't think that a politician should have to resign because of some type of indiscretion that they have made in their personal life. As you can cheat on your spouse with ten different people, I don't give a shit. As long as you're doing your job that I voted for you for. 
honestly and openly and transparently and you're you're holding your community or whatever right. you're it doing is what, you I, what i hired you to do for right in in our best interest i don't give a shit i don't also I don't. we don't know what kind of arrangement you may or may not have with your and spouse. i think that that's part of the hypocrisy that we live in and in, in terms of social social norms social mores the, the way that you should comport yourself socially um you know people are like you need to be free and open and whatever but then at the you know sometimes the when you are when you're free and open and your past <laughs> comes at you right then it it's we like, you. oh, you need to resign because whatever. I I don't I don't think she again in terms of breaking rules with the the staff the girl mm -hmm. that was in her staff that's a little bit different. Is that a okay? Because that was her campaign. It was somebody on her campaign staff. Is that breaking the rule? I believe so. I believe so. Okay, I mean, you would have to check into the rules of their the right, campaign, right, right. but I believe so. Because you at know? that point, it's just somebody who's helping you on a campaign. They're not. Yeah. And and I think it's terrible. I mean, I think this woman had a great, great potential. She was a rising star. Not, not only because she was the first, like, openly bisexual um, representative, mm -hmm. but, but the fact that she was a woman. She was young. She was bisexual. And despite all that, right. she got elected. She's also one of those, uh, one of the... the, the um, from that class, I keep calling it the freshman class, but from that group yeah, that yeah, had made the, it without the, without help from like super PACs. Yes, and things yes. Like that. So I think you know she's somebody who had a lot of potential, and I I just think that your personal life, again, is your personal life, and I I don't think that you. I think you could be an honest person in terms of your career and in terms of other people's other other interests, you know, again, in terms of mm -hmm. a politician, but, you know, meter la pata or have indiscretions in your personal mm -hmm. life. I think those are two different things. Now, to answer your question, um, in terms of your social media... Is or, this the new normal, kind um, of? I think it's something that uh, there's going to come a point where we're either going to have to look the other way Mm -hmm. and just accept that everybody has a, a trail. Right. You know, a picture right. trail. Right. Or we're Because going in this case specifically, oh, oh. and let's interrupt you, in this case specifically, they're saying that it came from her husband who she is currently mm -hmm. in the middle of a divorce. Mm -hmm. So it's also not even somebody who she sent it to without solicitation right. or whatever. That's like, it, did you hear a couple of, uh, I think it was like a month or two ago, the teacher that got fired because on her Instagram she posted a picture of her in a bikini. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I'd have been so fired by now. Yeah. I mean, so where do you put that line? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or or again, now that so many of us, so many people live their life or show part of their life on social media. So are you going to mean to tell me that my pictures of me drunk and being stupid in spring break, mm -hmm. you know, in Panama City when I was 19, 20 years old, are going right. to come back to haunt me when I'm 35 and I'm a professional? Right. Are, uh, I mean, is this the world we're going to live in? Because the more, the the more social, the more people that are on social media start to become older, right? Become professionals. Become the more people are going to have a picture trail. So there's gonna come right. a point now where all these teenagers and all these twenty and and I'm I'm eventually all these CEOs of companies right, are gonna have are gonna a picture, picture trails yeah. whether they're CEO of companies whether politicians, they're politicians priests, and all that I mean, whatever yeah. are gonna have a picture trail. So are we going to judge them um, because of what they did, right? Or are we going to judge you because you know in your personal time on you, your decision you, you decided to 
do whatever wear a bikini or like if, if if it's a woman who went to a beach and swam topless so are we going to right. hold that against her are we going to hold it against you that you went skinny dipping somewhere and you put it on your instagram you know right. or or whatever it may be whatever right. it may be right. i mean i think it's a hypocrisy absolutely I mean, I especially for something like i mean again at the end of the day it's nudity which is the bigger problem that this country has but but the, but, but but that goes that goes with the whole thing and and now I'm taking it back to politics. And this is something that I've mentioned to you. Oops, I mentioned to you <laughs> in the past. One of the things that I find the most annoying, annoying when it's political season, whether it's for the president, whether it's for the governor, whether it's for interim elections, uh, whatever. Interim elections, state representatives, whatever. I detest when a politician in their commercials or in their pictures takes pictures with their, with their family. I hate it because that doesn't mean that doesn't anything. That doesn't make you a good person at all. That doesn't mean anything. You know, Fulanita may have five kids from five different fathers, you know, living on welfare. It, does that mean that she's going to be a good politician? We like, don't know. Like, we don't know. Like, you may have five kids who all go to Catholic school and you are a son of a bitch. Like, I, 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 yeah. I hate it. I hate it because then also... You're also using your family as props. Not only that, but then you're showing me... This is the way I've always taken it. Mm. You're showing me that by projecting this image of a family man or a family woman that have my this, children right. you know my beautiful children we take the, we take our picture that we're all dressed in white and matching you know, sweaters you know whatever um you're showing to me this family image that it's like okay what about me what about if i don't have a traditional family right. or what about if i don't have children or what about if i don't i'm not married for whatever reason it may be whether because i don't want to better because i can't whatever reason it may be so am i less than that Right. Am I like I've, I've told you before? I'm like, oh, oh my God! Here's you know Fulano with this <laughs> with billboard this. with his freaking stupid children. It's like I don't care about your stupid children. I care about what you are can do, do for, for my me. City. What is your platform? How qualified right. you are? What are you gonna do? What are your ideas? That is what I care about. Transparency. That is what I care about. Not your freaking children and what school they go to, and you know the fact that you know your daughter is on like on the honor roll, or you know your father is the whatever of the Rotary Club. It's like, I don't care about that. Like, Does the Rotary Club still exist? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's like, I don't care about that. And, you know, and, and what do you do when people, when there's um, elections? They they go to that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, in, in the sense, you know, because politics, you know, there's more male politicians, you know. It just it's is. Just, it is. You know, the women, the, the wives, when they come in on, and speak on behalf of their husband, it's like, what do you think she's going to say? <laughs> Oh, my husband. He's emotionally distant. He is the best husband. Because when I met him in college, he stood up for what he believed. And he was great. And I know him to be a man of courage, compassion. And it's like, what? What else can you say? Like, like, yeah, I, I don't care. Especially like most like, like, I think an exception to that was like Michelle Obama. Because Michelle Obama was a character, like a rock star in her own merit. I mean, obviously, she got up there and had to speak so, on behalf of her husband do, yeah, and, like, you know, talk about her husband. Right. Um, but Michelle Obama kind of had her own personality and her own mm -hmm. thing, which kind of made it a little bit refreshing. Right, it, but it, also, I think you see what, what you're talking about, you see more at the local level. Because at the national level, I think these women are also put under a spotlight where they're forced to... <laughs> bring their personality to the table whether it's lacking or not right. but i think what you're talking about really shines more at that local level where it's like you've got all it's the same lady names change hairstyles mm -hmm. change dress changes but it's the same lady coming out like you said like you know 
he's a man who believes in morals. Exactly. He's a man for the people. It's like, okay, th- yeah, you, you, you said nothing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for wasting my time and for taking away, you know, airtime that now my commercial got bumped for your stupid ass. <laughs> my commercial. Sorry, um, that was my ad that was my ad man uh, hat going on there. No, but but even when it's like for president, because you know, for the presidency, um But I feel like for the presidency, like the the first ladies are especially now, they're expected to come out also and like have a platform and have a this and that. So they, they now they have to kind of come out with a little bit right, more but, personality but, but first but but first ladies when there's an election first ladies are the ones in terms of all like the races obviously are the ones that get the most um the most media coverage right so they're the ones right. who give the most speeches so that's why it's like freaking elizabeth edwards in 2004 had to go out and talk about how great her husband was and we all know what john edwards was doing behind her back you know he was sleeping with like 10 women while she was dying of cancer you know it uh, I, like, I he find wasn't it, dying of cancer. Huh? Like, I find it so, like, annoying. It's like, what are you, I mean, what do you think you're going to say? Like, right. you know, my husband's a real asshole. Like, I remember you know, one Christmas, you know, he got really fucking drunk. I mean, Billy's arm never healed the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, I, I think that it, that has to go with the whole hypocrisy that we're still kind of very much like I don't want to say weird puritanical that puritanical over, nation like, but then we're not but then when somebody you know but then on the flip side we say no that we're open and liberal but then the moment somebody is open and liberal it's like you know like, you bring them down right, right. and then it's like I'm not sure like where to fall but but yeah as more time passes and more younger people become older and into positions of power but positions that have a high profile correct, correct. Um, this is going to happen more and more and more well, you weren't around for this week's interview. I was not. Because you were off doing law-like things, probably. I'm not sure what I was doing. <laughs> Maybe I was doing one of the one million things that I always have to do for okay. one million people. <laughs> Are they the one million moms? No, not them. <laughs> okay. There's actually not a million of them either. Ugh. I think there's only like 400,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's know, awesome. Right? But no, so I had the absolute privilege of, you know, I know we were in we were in LA, we did our California adventure, but now we're bringing it a little more local for this episode. Um I spoke with local singer called, uh Robert Elias, or Robbie as I call him. I have actually been listening to Robbie's music for years now. I'm really it? bummed I missed the interview because I really wanted to win. You are going to Don't you love... remember the first time that we were Yeah, so we were we supposed had a to have... yep. I came with like I've written down questions and stuff yep. that for him and it's like damn it. It it was such a fun interview. I mean again, I you'll hear it in the in the interview, but I mean I've been listening to him since I heard him for the first time at a at a bar that doesn't even exist anymore. You know, follow his career. He's now touring with Daddy Yankee. Uh, we talk about that as well. And he's actually got his own songs out there. We're going to play one of them at the end of this episode as we always play a, a closing song. But yeah, on a, oh, and we do talk about you, actually. You do? Yeah, we do. We bring you up because he was hoping to meet you as well. So this, this just means we're going to have to redo this episode at some point with both of you in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, he's taller than you, which was a little jarring. Like, I remember him tall, but I don't remember him Oh, my God. Tall. You make it sound like I'm like, you he's know. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Exactly. I'm only like 6'1". You make okay, it sound like I'm freaking like NBA material. But you're tall. Okay. So, anyway. So here is my interview with the very tall, very talented Robbie Elias. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. And welcome back, listeners. So I am here. I'm actually very excited about our guest today. And me we, too. And we, we are, you're excited about yourself? That's yeah, great. I'm <laughs> you should be. To be here. I think it's the whiskey you gave me. Thanks. Well, it should be. It's some good ass Santori <laughs> whiskey. It's Japanese whiskey. <laughs> Guys, I am here with Robbie Elias. Thank you so much for joining, oh, joining thank us, you. Robbie. Like, I know we've been trying to coordinate this yeah, for a little bit. I'm sorry. I want to. I do want to apologize about the last time that we were supposed to meet because I had like a Britney style breakdown, and well, I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it. Is that why you're wearing a cap today? No, my is hair. That is, why, okay. no, I just really. <laughs> I didn't feel like blow drying my hair today. Okay, fair enough. But fair I am enough. wearing a hat, and and but I do want to apologize because I, I was supposed to make it um, before, but I didn't. So, but I'm here now, and I'm super. Oh stoked. yeah, nothing yeah. to apologize for. Taki entre familia. Also, you brought me a gift, which I'm going to treasure forever and ever and ever. So I did. For those of you who don't know, Robbie is an extremely talented Miami-based singer, and don't shake your head because you are. You it's are. weird to hear these things. And here's here's I'm gonna give you a little bit of a back of a background of okay. how I first discovered you. Okay, I, I'm all give it to me. Eons ago, you were singing at a place that doesn't even exist anymore in downtown called Will Call. Oh my god! And I remember seeing you sing. You were with your I guess with your band or with a band. I don't know. Was who it you the were Madonna with. tribute? I don't remember the show, but I, w- I just happened in there. Right, I, I had, no, I had no plan to go to Will Call or nothing. I just happened in there, and you were singing, and I was like. Dude, this guy is like really good. Like, there was just something about it. And you know, some people have it, quote unquote. You had it. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off you. You're cute, but I couldn't take my eyes off you. You know, you were like, you were performing, you really were owning that stage, you were all about it. So I left there and I could not get your voice and I could not get you out of my head. And so I saw your name on, I guess there was a flyer or something around there. Literally came home. I Googled because I'm like, okay, this guy's gotta have some type of online footprint, right? Googled you, found your music, found actually the album that you brought here for me today, which is no yes, longer in print. No longer on iTunes. <laughs> no longer on iTunes, which sucks which because... Uh, you might convince me to put back which, up. Which, by the way, yeah. I paid for like two of these and now I can't... You did? Yeah, and now I can't get them off iTunes. Thank you. So, th- so thank you for the, for the album. Can you I made say up bad it. words on podcasts? All of them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just, um, I said fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were being all Christmas story. 
Um, it's for the children. So, <laughs> yes, our, our 12 to 14 demographics. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I would listen to your song. Like, how does it, what is it? Uh, how, how does, does it, it feel? How does it feel? Magic City. Like, these are all songs that I would listen to all the time at the gym. So, well, well, to I mean, have you on my show right now is like, is really fucking cool for me because I have been listening to you forever and... So thank you. Thank you. For no, being thank on the show. you. I mean, the, when you asked, when you told me that you were like, you need to bring me a copy of this album, <laughs> like, I was like, first of all, I ha- I do have a, a soft spot for this album. Um, you know, it's an album that it was kind of like my first album that I put out into the world as a solo artist, and um, it, you know, Magic City. I, I I named it that because. You know, Miami is really important to me, but it also kind of, yeah, yeah, it, it, I also felt like there wasn't kind of a representation of, of a male artist from Miami at the time. Night Calls, that's a good one too. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But uh, I love Night Calls. Night Calls is my jam. But, but Magic City, that title track, the fact that you say that you loved it, it it means a lot. But yeah, maybe I'll put the album back. You should. Yeah. And I'm not just pulling your chain. I can, and I want to go back to that magic city. You know, yes. were, See, so, were you the one singing BB Mac, by the way? Or was that your... That was other? both of us. Oh, okay. That was both, both of us. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, we both sang and we both butchered so you're it. both giving me karaoke <laughs> remix with the BB Mac. And <laughs> I love the was, fact that you, you commented, you're like, I love BB Mac. I love BB like, Mac. Now we have something something else to talk about. No, I really do like, love BB Mac. Like, just, they were one of my favorite boy bands in the moment. Uh, and I always wanted to be in a boy band. I auditioned for one. Shut up. Yep. Which one? So based on the, <laughs> based on timing, I think it was O Town. Just wait, based on when it happened. Wait, wait. You auditioned for O Town? I think. I have nothing to confirm or deny that. Was Luke Pearlman there? No. So that's the thing. So I went on the I went I didn't make any cut. I made the, okay. So I went in to audition. The first thing they had us do was I'm dance. blown away by this. Story, <laughs> <laughs> this was like shit. This was like a good twenty years ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. So they first they had you had us come in, right? Learn a dance, and it's funny because they had us. I'll never forget this. Um, they had us do the choreography to "Jumpin' Jumpin'" by Destiny's Child, but it hadn't been released yet. <laughs> so I didn't know that that was a Destiny's Child single, and I was like, "Oh, this because it's a boy band." I'm like, "This must be some Brit pop girl so group." Like, Ladies like, yeah. <laughs> So I aced that part because I can dance. But then when they had us come back and sing, I knew I was like, listen, I'm just doing this on a lark to say I did it. But yeah. So this, I, I mean, I feel I feel like this this story. I mean, I've never heard anything like it. I mean, I'm, I'm jealous, actually. I would have loved to audition for O-Town. They can get it. I think, yeah. you, I think you still could audition for O-Town. No. I mean, M-Town. Maybe, Magic City know, Town. BB Mac is looking for a new lead singer. I'm down Well, with. I don't know about a lead singer, but they're touring right now, and they're going to be up in Orlando in November. Shut up. What day in November? Uh, it's during Epcot Food and Wine. I need to They're going to be two that. dates. I need to look into that. Yeah. Because I'm I would love to see them. Yeah. I will let they you know because so we may, we may be going. I'll let they you know. They were so fucking cool. I remember them being like they would play instruments and they would write their own stuff. I mean they would write the subway. Yeah. I was like backstreet and sync all the way. I, I really wanted to be in a boy band like I said, but is that what, Mac was it? Is that what like I mean obviously people don't just wake up one day and sing despite what Donna right. Summer says. <laughs> um, have you heard that story? Yes, I have. I okay, have. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. wake up and I mean, you know what? I think the fact that I came from like musical parents. Really? Like my my mom, oh, sorry. I just like totally hit the mic. <laughs> that's my, my, that's tall people problems. I just hit yeah, everything. Yeah, seriously. Y'all um, have seen DJ out in and about in public? DJ's like 61. I think you're yeah. like 72. I'm 65. You're 65. Yeah. yeah. You would you're at, standing up or laying down. You would you're, Wait, there's a difference? Well, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, this whiskey, more stretched. This whiskey's <laughs> kicking in already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all. Anyways, but yeah, I'm, so, I'm musical very tall. Parents. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, tall. But no, musical parents. But yeah, musical parents. My, well, I mean, my mom, my mom, you know, it, it's funny because in a lot of ways, I feel like I manifested and I projected my dream mm -hmm. because I, like when my mom was growing up, she danced ballet for 16 years. She, wow. she sang beautifully. Mm -hmm. She played guitar and piano. Um, my dad plays guitar. So, like, when our family would get together growing up, they would always have a guitar. They would always be singing, like, songs. So I, and I was always really shy to say that I sang because everybody wanted me to be an athlete or, like, everybody would make, like, the basketball or football. Because the height. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was always, like, weird about singing because I was always like, no, that's not what they want from me. Right. But my, my, you know, my parents always made music a part of, of my life. Mm -hmm. So I think when I did finally, like, decide to do music, it was easy for me. It wasn't, like... I didn't wake up and just sing. I mean, my mother says that I came out like when I when I would cry. Mm -hmm. It sounded like I was singing Aww. when I was born. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not true, but oh, <laughs> like. well, she said it sounded like a like a singing cry. Like you had like you were like melodic, and I would be like, "Well, yeah." Did it bother you? I'm sure it bothered her, but but anyway, she. I, yeah, she I don't care how pretty it sounded. I cry After a while, sang. Yeah, I still cry sing actually. You still cry at, at the gym sometimes. So you, yeah. But that's just that's that's just because you're at the gym. There's no other. There's nothing else about it <laughs> not get no but you know I, I but that's awesome because then you know a lot of times you hear people who are singers or who have this talent their parents kind of like no no they shun them yeah don't do that because like so lauren hill's mom and sister act too i was so mad at right her. <laughs> right if only she would told her about paying taxes right <laughs> but you know it's um you know but you're not you, yeah. your family allows you to embrace it you know what i'm very lucky my family has been very embracing of my talent i think you know why and this is fucked up, but I think it's because they knew I was good. Like, because <laughs> they you knew know, you had talent. Well, they knew that, like, I, you know, I, and I'm, I'm super fucking ambitious. Like, I don't like the word no. I try, we love ambition on the show. Yeah, so. I, I dig that. And we were talking earlier about your ambition, and I dig that. And I, and I, I like ambitious people. And I've always been somebody, even when I was young, like, I didn't like to be told what to do. I didn't mm. like people to tell me what I could or couldn't do. And I always, I hate to put limits on myself. And, and it's also something that has kind of been, you know, like my Achilles heel because I've always kind of also felt like the underdog, which is weird because I've, I've ended up like maybe having too many expectations of what my career should be. You're your own worst, exactly. harshest critic. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of artists go through. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, singers and songwriters. I mean, like, any I know kind I have 12 Grammys, but I could have 15. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. that's something that I'll always have. I'll always yeah. feel like I want more. And and I'm still, you know, and I'm st and I still want more. <laughs> well, but that but see that's good because number one you recognize it. Yeah. But number two is like when you get complacent, that's when it gets Agreed. dangerous. Agreed. And you I know? also think that it inspires other people. And when I have people like message me on Instagram, like, hey, you know, like for example, now I'm going through a breakup, which right. which I'm sucks. very I, which <laughs> sucks a big fat fucking dick. Honestly, right. it's and I, I mean, see, you made it sound like a good thing by saying that. You're it's, right. You know um, what? It's no. it's. <laughs> It sucks. It really does. And, you know, I, but I'm trying to use it in a positive way because I feel like if I'm transparent about what I'm going through, mm -hmm. other people can maybe relate to that. And I have gotten messages like, hey, I, I relate to what you're going through now. Right. And, I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus right now on like, you know, a more physical transformation and trying to get right in my heart and my mm -hmm. soul. 
and you know kind of a mind body soul kind of vibe where okay. i'm like trying to just make myself more of a well-rounded person mm-hmm. and i try to be open about that so and i think that transparency is very important when you have you know musical fans doesn't it i mean it kind of sucks but is there some truth to the stereotype of like heartache and 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 pain and whatever yeah. No, no, no. There's, there's like, are you gonna have like 18 albums now as a result no, of? You like, know what I mean, like, I'm literally it's... writing the gay jagged little pill right now. Right. <laughs> like, like... So you're writing faggot little. You pill? know, right? <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> and isn't it phagonic? Is right. it, isn't, don't you That's think? What, but you know, I no, there is, there is, <laughs> and I and I hate admitting that because I feel like I do write good stuff when I'm when I'm happy. Right, but it's different. It's, it's different it's because, different. like, even now, like, I'm focusing, I told you a little earlier, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to focus, jump back into the songwriting world because I've been focused so much on, like, mm-hmm. you know, the world of, like, you know, being a background vocalist. And ladies and gentlemen, he's written for, like, some big name artists, too. It's not like, you know, he's only written yeah. in his journal. It's, well, my first my first big thing was writing writing for, for Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. yeah. So, which, I mean, you are clearly a talented songwriter. But then, but, but see, what happened was that when I, I ended up moving into the songwriting world really young. I mean, I landed that song oh. when I was, like, 19 or 20. 19, 20? Mm-hmm. I think I was, like, maybe 21. I wasn't older yeah. than that. And I, and I, um... But when the producers, since I would sing all the demos, right. they were like, oh, can we have this guy jump on the background vocals? <laughs> and they would. And then I saw like the paycheck for that. Right. And, you know, I was like, OK, fine, I could make steady money. So then I started singing demos and doing background vocals for, you know, you know, bigger yeah. artists too. Right, right. you know, from Cheyenne, went to Mark Anthony, went to Ricky Martin, went to Alejandro Sanz. Like, I mean, I got to spend 11 days in Alejandro Sanz's house and like literally see this man work and just but i was insane yeah but i was doing vocal stuff you know i wasn't writing i wasn't helping him with the process of what the songwriting was like but you were but you're but you're an artist so you were observing and you were absorbing true true yeah i mean but we you know like oh i was i was just saying no 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 you were a fly on the wall I'm sure. Oh, totally. Oh, no, totally. I was, I mean, I was smoking Marlboro Reds with him, ready right. to go. <laughs> as one does, because yeah. I always think of Alejandro Sanz as the Marble Man. <laughs> Which, listen, I, I don't I don't regret any of it, but I, the reason that I want to jump back into songwriting is because I feel like it's kind of taken a back seat mm-hmm. to the other things that I've maybe been able to done, to right. be, been able to do, and... Um, and I and I want to be able to to get back right. into that. Well, I will say, and this is if if DJ was here, he you know was unable, yeah. Where was is he? <laughs> where is he? What is this? I feel like I was like like stood up. I I don't know. Maybe you guys are the same person, and like you know you can't be in the same room at the same. Was time Was he having a Britney style breakdown today? No, he actually had to go to work. <laughs> he had oh. to go be a, a grown up. Okay, for, that's a good excuse for, for a day. Yeah. Family and work, I'm good with. Yeah, actually. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't personal. I thought he was just scared. But um, well, I mean maybe. We don't know. We really don't know. That one doesn't. Well, I brought you other. a CD, boo. Yeah, so it's you got here. you got it right here. We're, we'll listen to it. Uh, well, actually, I'll give it to him and I'll okay, make him listen good. to it. Um, because I'll I give him things all the time. And he'll be like, "Yeah, I'll get to it." And I'll be like a month later. I'll be like, "Hey, have you gotten around to it?" He's like, "Yeah, I've just been so busy." Oh, but so, it's okay. I mean, I'm, no, it's not. I'm really it. happy with just you here. I mean, it's it's fine. It's <laughs> very you, Barbara you. Walters. Well, I got rid of the speech impediment, but but yes, I, I got rid of it just for you. But a lo que iba was um. So you're talking about songwriting. Um, DJ is a big proponent of you know he'll always say, and we actually said this um a couple episodes ago. Now we interviewed. I'm sure you're familiar with Rudy Perez. I have no idea who that is. I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> of course, I don't know you. Of course, <laughs> of course. I, no, of course. Um, of course, I know. Rudy. And one of the things that we came up in conversation is while you can respect a Celine Dion, 
a Whitney Houston for the voice, for the talent that they have. Oh, wait. I know where you're going to there's, go. There's always something else to be said about somebody who can sing but also writes their own music. Like Mariah? Well, we were. We, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but since DJ's not here, somebody had to. Well, you know what? I promised one of my, one of our, well, one of my, my friends and fans, because I consider my fans my friends, especially when they, you know, they've come to shows and I've known them for years. Um, and he was... He knows who he is, but he's a diehard Mariah fan. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm sure that I will get into some sort of Mariah conversation. And I 100% agree with you. And you know what? I love Celine. I love Whitney. But when when you could back it up with saying that this song came from your heart, your personal experience, your life, your yeah. story, um, whether it was based on somebody else or not, um, I think that that kind of says a lot about you artistically and and about your just your your willingness to go into the studio and kind of be open about mm-hmm. who you are as a person. Right. Because, I mean, somebody like Mariah, I mean, she's written more than just her hits. She's written songs that are, like, really deep, like, about her being biracial or oh, things yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, and that shit's fucking cool. Again, you know? the B-sides and the non-singles are always, always the best. amazing, yeah. Always the best. I yeah. mean, and that's any artist. Yeah. The, the non-singles are always going to be better because they don't have to appeal to everyone. Of course. Of course. So. But, yes, I do agree with you on that. I agree with you, DJ. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. see, and DJ, see, he agrees with you. See, um, now I know you currently are are touring. I'm touring right now with Daddy Yankee. I am. Which it's crazy. What's, what's that about? I don't. Want, I don't want to give you. Don't. Don't gotta give me no backstage gossip. No nothing. But what's? I mean, I'll give you what I can give you. What's that? No, bro, chico. I'm not trying to be a dick. Why not? Because that's not the show I'm running. Well, I can. I can tell you whatever you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what does he drink before he goes on stage? He's actually listen. He's. Um, you know, well, let's you've, go you've back. Been, you've been touring with him for a bit now. It's going to be a year. Yeah. It's going to be a year. Um, let's go. I mean, first of all, I never thought that I would have this gig in my life because I came from like a, a pop world. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. Never it, thought, yeah. A huge left turn there. Left turn. I mean, granted, it's come at a really cool time where, where, you know, pop music in Spanish is urban and it is, yeah. you know, it's, it's taken over the world. I mm-hmm. mean, you have, and he's the godfather of that. I mean, he's the one that Damn. started it all. I never thought that I would be singing the biggest song in the history of the world on stage with the artist like despacito like i'm Mm. literally singing with him on stage every night that we perform and it's nuts to me and but i you know i i auditioned through the musical director they auditioned like 12 different cats i was one of them i literally went on a limb and was like oh yeah i'll go (laughs) why not yeah and i was like whatever i mean i knew i have i mean i have swag like i can throw down whatever listen i don't have a thimble of the talent you have and i auditioned for a boy band okay so (laughs) by modesty is great and everything but which i will (laughs) will haunt you forever when you when it comes to me by the way like, I want to know more, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. I still remember some of the choreography. Really? I do. I might make you do that later. I have no I'm doubt you will. make you teach it to me. <laughs> you have to stop it. Next time you go to a Robbie show and they do some choreography, it's that's gonna mine. Happen. That's yeah. mine. I'm going to steal all the Old Town choreography <laughs> that, you, that you learned 20 years ago. Um, no, but, any, but yeah, I, I just never thought I would have this gig, dude. I, I never... I never thought that I would be touring with someone like him. Not because... I was going to say, why? Why didn't you think that? Because well, you got the talent. First of all, I mean, I just... I mean, I've... I, I guess I was just going down a different path. I okay. Mean, I was okay. doing... I was focused more on, on songwriting and maybe being and a solo sound. artist. Right. And my sound. Right. But the opportunity was too big to turn down. And, and when I tell you that he is one of the hardest working guys mm-hmm. that I've ever met in this business. He knows exactly what he wants. When he's on stage, he's paying attention to everything. He's paying attention to the lights, to the dancers, to the background singers, to the 
production. I mean, he is paying attention to everything, and I've learned a lot from him. Right. Um, at first, you know, he's, you know, famous people are always strange at first, and I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, they're very guarded. They have to be. Yeah, and it wasn't until one rehearsal that I had with him that um, I really felt connected with him because mm -hmm. he gave me the freedom to kind of, he was like, look, this is what I want from you. But I also want you to do you on specific parts. So here you go. Okay. And it was cool of him to, and now he trusts me. So now I can kind of like, now I'm kind of playing around with things and, you know, I have a little bit more freedom on stage. You had um, to prove yourself. Exactly. Right. And I will say this, you know, within like Latin cultures, like Puerto Ricans, I'm fucking doodle. I mean, they're like, they're hard. What's, what's your background? I'm Cuban. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, and I we're, feel we're, like. We're parecido, pero. Right. But yeah. you, but listen. It's there's a hard like when I got in the tour and plus I feel like I'm more like it's weird because I've always felt like like even when I gig here in South Florida, mm -hmm. um, I've always felt kind of like the gringo because I get hired like people won't hire me to sing in Spanish like at, like random gigs like they'll have like a Spanish singer come. But then mm -hmm. like I get booked on all these other gigs that they're not getting booked on. Right. And I'm like, and I'm, it's really strange because I've, I feel like I've always kind of been like, had, had to choose between like the American side or the Latin side. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like, because I mean, I'm looking so at you and you don't read Americano. I agree. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean I height wise. Yes. Here. Right. Well, but so was I. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I was born and raised here. So I think that maybe like, you know, a lot of, singers come to Miami for, for opportunities. Mm. So like, let's say I was, you know, back in the day when I was like doing wedding gigs or whatever, right. or, I mean, which I still, I'll still fucking take, I, I, I'll still fucking take, I just broke the table. It was a fucking yeah, earthquake this is, here. It, it's, it's the seven point. How tall are you again? This is always going to be an issue with me, by the way, anybody else who interviews me. Um, but anyway, so when I was in like, you know, when I, when I do like gigs with other singers, mm -hmm. they will always consider me the gringo. Like when I say, when I say I want to sing a Spanish song, they'll right. be like, what? Like, no, like we're Latin. You're not. Like, That's th fascinating. Isn't that fascinating? And I'm, and I'm, listen, I'm not throwing shade at anyone. I'm just being completely honest. Like. That's just what happens. Right. Is This is really how it's gone down for me where they maybe consider me to be like more American mm -hmm. because I was born here. But I speak English and Spanish perfectly. I can write it, you know, clearly, I clearly. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I understand it. Yeah, maybe I don't like my emotions don't automatically go to Spanish when mm -hmm. I, you know, when I think. But like, I consider myself Cuban American, you know, and I'm kind of in between. That's why I love that the industry has kind of gone where it is, where you're hearing like English and Spanish music on the yeah. on the radio. You say you consider yourself, you know, both Cuban American, which I guess just by virtue of how it's mm -hmm. split up is 50-50. Right. Do you consider yourself 50-50 or 100-100? I consider myself 50-50. Really? Yeah. Wait, what do you... Wait, math was never my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one who writes music. <laughs> um. You know, they say that like musicians are supposed to be good at math. And my mom's a math teacher, but I suck at math. I don't like math and I deal with lots of money and numbers. So wait, what's the difference between 50-50, 100-100? So do you consider yourself, when you think of yourself as, yeah, I think as, as Hispanic, you think half and half? Because yeah. I, for My instance, mom was born here. Okay, so maybe that's why it's My mom was born like, here. I grew up like thinking in English. My mom spoke to me in English. I mean, my, okay. I learned Spanish mostly from my grandparents, my, okay. my grandma's. Um, because I think of myself as a hundred percent American, but also a hundred percent Cuban. I mean, I guess it's in, still in, half or and half. La Latino or whatever, right, 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 right. right? But that's the thing is, I don't think of myself as a half of anything. I consider myself oh, right. fully this and fully this. Well, I, don't... I mean, when I check, I mean, when I put the check mark, I don't put white. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. I put like 
Hispanic or Latino or other. Okay. Yeah, I don't put I don't put white. No, I don't consider myself like okay. one or the other. But I do feel a stigma, like, and I think that it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. where I think that like. But you're second generation. Right. And I think that our generation has grown up speaking English and Spanish. Right. You know? And I grew up talking English and Spanish to people mm-hmm. all the time. Like, even especially in Miami, where I would grow up, like, talking it to you. Like, we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's Spanglish. We can go yeah. back and forth. And it's, and not, it's, a, no and it's not a thought. It just happens. It exactly. falls out. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so, yeah. So, I think it's cool. And I think it makes sense that, that that's where my career is at, at least now that, I, that, I, that I've been able to kind of experience it on the road mm-hmm. um yeah, being, being with like ty or, or daddy or, <laughs> or I, that was another thing i never knew what to call him I that's gotta be so weird nervous. like well yeah because like, that well like his 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 wife is amazing and she um she loves me and she loves me to death but i always think like because you know they, they know i'm i'm you know they know i'm gay and and you can say it it's it's okay our right. audience and, is very accepting and they listen to me but it was always like what the fuck do i call him so i just call him dy D-Y. I call him D-Y. Yeah. Right. D-Y. Or I call him boss, you know? Okay. But, I, okay. I, but some people call him, you know, people, some girls call him daddy. I, yeah, I can't call him daddy. But you, it's funny because I don't know if it's that you can't call him daddy. Like or, the interview is going to get me in trouble. Or you can't. No, no, no. But, well, maybe. Um, but. <laughs> or the, wait. Or the, <laughs> that's, Sorry, I'm too nice. That's better let me podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, or if it's in your head that you think it sounds weird. Right, maybe because it's that. to him it probably doesn't because his it's his name. His name is Daddy. It's Yankee. like if I call Lady Gaga, Lady, Lady. Lady. Right, like in in his mind, it's like, well, of course, what is somebody going to call me off the street if not Daddy Yankee? Because I'm Daddy, Yan- you know what I mean? Right. Like, but but we bring our own context to yeah, things, and so like for you to go up to her and just maybe like, it's my own discomfort. It is my own. That's discomfort. what I'm saying. It, it's probably that I, because I think of daddies in a different way. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, so yeah, so oh, Dy is cool with him. Dy, yeah, but he, it's been a really cool experience, and I I couldn't even <laughs> tell you what his real name is. I can. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I don't think he's trying to hide it, but I'm just saying, oh. like, that's. I'm just saying, like, that's not one of those things where. It's oh like, no, I would never I've, call him his real name either. Are you I've crazy? never because that's just weird. That's not yeah, him. No, right? that's not. He's no. Yeah. He's, he's no. Dy or boss is cool. <laughs> I, I. You know what? I'm. He's just really. He's really fucking cool. He's been really open. He's been, you know, on a on a larger scale, somebody who I never thought I could learn something from automatically off the bat. But I've learned a lot from him. You never saw yourself in the reggaeton. No, rap I mean, era. you know what? I will say the first right. artist that I toured with was Don Omar. And oh wow! Yeah, okay. And, this was, and that lasted like two months. I literally was there, and I was like, "What the fuck am I it's doing not, here? It's not this is me. not what I wanted." But and that's kind of when I went into this tour, I kind of had that idea. Okay. But you know, when I we just got off a European tour, and and when when I got off that tour, the day before I left. I had literally just moved to a new apartment. I had just had this big breakup. Right. And you had just said you couldn't interview with us, right? When I tell you that the crew and the dancers and being on stage with DY like healed me in a way that I cannot explain and just like gave me a sense of family and a mm-hmm. sense of support. And these people have been there for me. You know, it, it's it's much deeper than just like the artists you see on stage. There's people that do lights and people that do sound and dancers and mm-hmm. you know musicians and, yeah no, you know it's, oh yeah, it's a team yeah it's, 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 there's so, a reason so, it's called the production right so that's that's you know part of the reason why i think that i've been able to stick around with him mm-hmm. and um but i think that also speaks to why he's still 
relevant. Oh, yeah. And he's still around. Oh, he's because still doing, he's still I mean, he's still bopping out hits. That's what I'm saying. Because he's not just he understands what it really takes. He understands the work. Right. By the way, I was really into that whiskey. But it's really fucking good. People, oh yeah, people when they think of Japan, they think of sake. They need to start thinking about whiskey. No, I was really into it. Yeah. I don't know. What was it called again? Suntory. Oh, that. Suntory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really love, into it. I, I love whiskey. Uh, you like, need to like totally support the show, Suntory. Yeah. Thank you. You yeah. let them know. Yeah. I'll let them know. <laughs> that, that Suntory connection you have, I don't <laughs> that you didn't even know it existed before. We should just, just send them this interview. Just, just And we'll be like, listen, you got mentioned 12 times. <laughs> I'm not asking for money. I just want a case. But let me tell you, Santori. <laughs> Actually, I want two cases. One yeah. for me, one for you. Or at least, I mean, I'm sure they have like a distributor here in Miami. I'm sure they can. To. Yeah, they would kill it. But anyways, I, I love it. Yeah, it was very good. Anyways. Sorry. We, I, I'm like a parakeet. We keep jumping off topic. A, I find that fascinating. B, I'm like a parakeet. If a shiny thing in the corner, I get distracted very easily. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I try to jump back onto it, but no, you're, I mean, it's just, I guess when, when you know, when there's... It's easy to talk to you. Well, thank you. And yeah. I think when, when there's a good flow of conversation, I don't want to be like, no, my cue card says, right. blah, blah, blah. Like, right. who almost listen to that interview? Yeah. True. You know? no, 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 no. Like, if DJ was here, it would probably be terrible. It would. That's actually, he, he's not even he's not even working. I told him it's tomorrow. I'm totally, like, uh, I'm, I'm being shady just because. Because he's not here. Yeah, I feel like kind of stood up, like I said. I want him to hear this and laugh. He will. He definitely, definitely will. So, I, I mean. I came for the threesome, okay? I could, well, I mean, well, there's still time. Um, <laughs> on that note. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, is this being timed, by the way? This is well. I mean, it's not being timed. Okay. I mean, we can cut it short. If you no, want. no, no. My whole thing or is we can like talk till tonight. Or whatever. We can talk until you <laughs> fall asleep if that's what you want. You just to do. edit it. Yeah, so I always make I, it beautiful. Yeah, my thing is whenever we have people on, they're always like, "I'm talking so much." I'm I like, know, I feel that way. No, but this is an audio medium. Oh, if okay, you, okay. If you come on and you say nothing, I've got nothing to run. Okay, good, good, good. So I'm, I'm trying to give you content. So does it, no, yeah. no, no, you're giving me a lot of <laughs> okay, content, okay, a lot good. of content. I, okay, I, good. I cannot lie. <laughs> so I, I want to talk for a second about you. You said this a couple times about Latin music becoming more, I guess, for lack of a better way, putting it mainstream. Mm-hmm. As you know, there's. Granted, a thing I hate now is that everybody and their mother, every single is like Fulano featuring 17 other people. Right. And I, can, I mean, I can, we can get into that if you want. Let's do it. Okay. Um, you have an issue with that? I do have an issue with that. Yeah. I, have, I, I think I, it's, a, it's a, I mean, it's, I'm old it's enough a to business. Remember, it's a business thing. I, and it's I, a cross promotion kind I of thing. I get it, but I'm old enough to remember when a duet or a collaboration something. was special. Yeah, like one sweet like, day. It was like, oh my God, yeah. so and so, Mariah singing with Boys to Men? What the hell? Yeah. You know? Now it's just like, oh, so and so singing with so and so, uh huh, and right. There's nothing special about I see it. What you're saying to me, the moment that I realized that we had crossed that threshold of oh, we're done, yeah, is when Madonna did with Justin. Not when Britney did it with Madonna, because for me that was Britney featuring Madonna. Okay, when it was Madonna featuring Justin, that was the point where I said, this artist who has never had to rely on somebody else just to get airplay. Right. Is having to play that game, and the music industry is now forever changed. Okay, I mean, I can see that. I'm relevancy. I think as you become older, I mean, I have my own issues with Madonna when it comes. Don't to we that. all start with because the eye patch, I, but I mean, like, I feel like 
like why isn't she making another ray of light like you know, she's but, just putting her but you know what i haven't heard the new album i haven't i, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't I actually really X. really like the songs i really like the songs i just i can't with her pirateness but like, <laughs> like what is this look she has pink eye no she's it's trying just what too it is. hard but the thing is she's it's funny because she's always i don't want to say she's always tried too hard she's always she's always reinvented herself the problem is that nowadays you have to do so much, whereas before she would just dye her hair and it got headlines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, that's not gonna cut it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, she's creating an album this where basically she has said, like, this is what I want to hear. I don't give a fuck right, if anybody right, right. plays it. And I respect that. Like um, from, from an artist perspective, because at this point she's like, whether I release an album or not, they're not gonna play my single on the radio. Right. Which They're they not. have, and they, they have. They I, have mean, they, they, I mean, they played the Maluma duet. Of, that song was so bad. But I, that song was I mean, so. Listen, that song wasn't it even was bad. Forced. It, was, it was forgettable. It felt forced. It was forgettable. It felt forced to me. I mean, and when you listen to that in comparison to the rest of the album, and I'm I'm literally talking about this as a diehard Madonna fan, where like I really believe in what she does, and I and I know that she's a true artist, and I and I've I've accepted her, but. <laughs> You make it sound like she's Jesus Christ. Well, I, I mean, she. I mean, she could. She could have been. But I just, you know, I just, I, 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 I can see what you're saying. Like, I understand where relevancy. Like, sometimes you have to pull from whoever's pl- getting played on the radio. You have to also realize that the fucking business is super corrupted. I mean, you're li- literally listening to the same fucking twenty songs on the radio. That's why I don't listen all to the fucking radio. day. That's why I don't listen to the radio. Exactly, and that's why. Like, it sucks because you have other artists. Like, nowadays, you can be an artist who's not getting... I mean, look at someone like Lizzo, who's, like, now popping off and, like, sure. huge. But, like... And, like, literally, Good As Hell is on the radio now. Good As Hell came out, like, five years ago. I like, have loved that song yeah, since like, back then. Like, why is that... That's happening now because now she's relevant. Right, and now right. people are ready for, like, a big, fat black girl that can sing her ass off mm-hmm. to be on the radio. Who's happy, by the way. Who's happy as fuck, by the way. And sexy as fuck. And sexy yeah. and she's all in and it. And beautiful yeah. and talented yeah. like yeah. a motherfucker, you know? But that's why, you know, it's it's kind of the business. Because I'm sure that once people saw that maybe, like, Truth Hurts was taken off, they were like, oh, okay, now we can do this. It's all money. I mean, all these radio stations are getting paid money oh, to, sure. to play these I'm songs. Sure. Like, and sure. I and I always said that if I had a platform, that I would talk about that because I've well, been this an is your artist. platform. Dale. Well, no, I've been, an, I've been an artist that can make an album that is legit, that has a had, good album, that has had like label interest and has worked his butt off to get to the point where I am. And like, it's hard because you have all these ideas of what you know some something should be or someone should be, mm-hmm. and. So that's why I, I, you know, I I also understand why Madonna would go back and kind of try to like reach and, you know, pull from these artists. But I do agree that I'm ready for like the world to be surprised by like a collaboration. Right. Like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like Like, maybe like, can we get like, yeah, can we get like big diva collaborations? Like maybe like a Beyonce and Mariah. Can we get like a big collaboration like that again? Like things that, I don't know. Like even like weird collaborations. I was going to say like Beyonce and Carol Channing, but Carol Channing's dead. So that'd be hard. I don't know her. You don't, you don't know Carol, Carol Channing? Channing? Okay, when this interview's over, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to gay school. <laughs> and I'm going to teach you about Carol Channing. Carol Channing? Carol Channing was one of the well, biggest... Maybe, if you talk, maybe I know who she is. Okay. You know, you know her, I'm sure. I mean, you're a little younger than Wait, I am. But can I see a picture? Absolutely. So Carol Channing is a Broadway star. She was the original uh, star of Hello, Dolly. Like Liza Minnelli? <laughs> Carol Channing talks like this. Yeah. It's, oh my god, how do you not know Carol Channing? Carol this has made me a little sad. Channing. We were getting along so well. <laughs> it, 
Mm-hmm. Oh you my probably saw like on the, yeah. on the yeah, Muppet she talks Show. Like this. Yes, yes. Oh, she yeah. smokes cigarettes for sure. Yeah, well, of course. Oh, she's a fucking legend. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't. She did. Give me yeah. back my gay card. Okay, done. All right, give me it back. But I'm not laminating it just yet. I'm well, like, okay. it's, you know, sometimes you know, I just I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't born. <laughs> you were okay. I wasn't born then. That's a bullshit excuse because <laughs> you know about the Civil War, and <laughs> neither of us was born back then. Okay. Actually, I really hated social studies. God, I hate what they teach in school. I, let's not go there. Anyways. Spoken like a true musician. Yeah, it's terrible. Spoken like it's a true terrible. musician. Uh, that's awesome. So I want to get into a little bit of what you're working on right now. Okay. Because I actually know that you have two sing. Uh, I want to say singles, but I don't even know if that's the word any- anymore. You have two songs out there in well, the internet. Right, I released two new songs within the last two years. Yeah. And I know, I know. I can't remember the name of one of them, but I remember Ice Cream. Right. Ice Cream was Which the second I, single. I love that you sample like a literal ice cream truck. Of course. The, the little heladero. El, el heladero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it and I needed back, to be in the song. It took me back to like I was 10 years old again. I literally back. told Pete Wallace when we were doing that song, I said, I want like the ice cream man that used to come to my neighborhood to be in the song. In not a creepy way. I wanted it to be sexy. <laughs> So he found a way to make it like work at the end of the. I song. don't know if it was sexy, but it was it it, it was nostalgic. It took me okay, it took me to the good. right place. Yeah, I mean the song is about having no. makeup sex. No, so the song is sexy as with hell. a clown. Right. Well, so. as one does. <laughs> as no, one, not with clowns. Sorry, but as one because that's, yeah. that's what you call your ex. Yeah, uh, at clowns. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one. Not you. You said it. Not, not me. you. That's what one calls well, one's ex. You know what? Allegedly, allegedly, he may be a clown. <laughs> as far I've heard, he's not. You I've know, heard. I'm I'm very okay with my breakup right now, and I'm in a good place. Well, I mean, I'm mean, still. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm still okay. like you, you know, look like you're in a good place. Yeah, I mean, thank you. you are traveling. You are yeah. having a very successful moment. Thank you. And I mean. It's gonna sound horrible, but I mean, I know you've you've lost some weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm working I'm, on. I'm getting my 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 uh, Stella back. You know, like you. Yeah, no, getting no. My no. Back. You were like your Instagram is all about hitting the gym. So yeah. It, well, it, I'm, it's I just want people to go on the journey with me. You know, and I want and I mm-hmm. want people to know like. And it's not. It has nothing to do with other people. It has to do with me on the it inside. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be with me on the inside because I've. You know, it's weird because I've always felt. Even when I was like, you know, my weight has always fluctuated because I've, you know, I've, there's been times in my life where I've been really thin. I, there's mm-hmm. been times where I've been a little bit thicker and like, right. and like, I think that it's, it's weird for guys to talk about things like that. Like you always associate like eating disorders with women. Right. You know, you don't talk about things like that. And, you know, I, I have had some issues with things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, it was within myself because it was weird because I, I would see myself on stage and I would think. I'm like, I feel so confident. I've always felt really confident on stage. But then it within... It comes through. It's weird it though, comes right? comes through. But to hear... I mean, if I told you right now that I was... I felt like the most insecure, broken person in the world, you wouldn't think that. No. And it's... And I've... I mean, it hasn't always been like that. Right, right, right. But, but based on that... On that that public image of the person on the stage yeah. performing the person that's on, that not, you see performing on yeah. stage. And I always tell and I've always been tried to be open about that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm imperfect just like everybody else, but, I, but I want people to know that. Right. I want people to know that. And I want people when they hear songs like the one who hurts me, which is the first single, I want people to hear that song and be like, yo, this came from a real fucking place. Like right. I right. really was feeling that way. I really did want to fucking kidnap my my boyfriend at the time tie him up and like force him to listen to me to listen to these words that I had to tell him. That's like, like three felonies, by the which way. Which is like no, no. In the video, I commit felony after felony. Oh, okay, after felony. okay. Yeah, it's right. terrible. But, but at least you got it out like with right. with a production. Crew. See, with the, the art, right. you do it right because you know I I think about doing fucked up shit like that. 
Because you're an artist. But I put it into art. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of like Cardi B, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, exactly. Thinking like, about it isn't the problem. It's right. when you go out and do exactly. it. Right. Like, I'm not right. going to cut a hoe in public. I'm going right. to do it in my video, you right. know? Right, because then it's art. Right. So, you know, I, I, I think when it comes to, to that, um, to to the, the body image thing, which is, I mean, I'm, I didn't mean, I'm not trying to get deep or anything, but I, I do think that it's something that's important in my journey right now and mm-hmm. important to share. And um, I want to be happy and in love with myself mm-hmm. because otherwise I don't think that I'll be able to give my fans what they want in return. And, you know, and sometimes when you're broken, that's when you end up writing the best music. And so, you know, I, I do plan on releasing new music soon. I'm just kind of trying to figure out what direction I want to go in because I've written so many different styles. Right, right. But You're I, also very busy. And I'm very bu- I'm busy as fuck <laughs> right now. Fuck I don't right have now, fucking which, time. Which is a great thing. It's it's a great yeah. problem to have. But I think we're we're dropping a single in December. <gasps> it's Talk looking, about a Christmas yeah. gift. Okay. I'm talking about a little Christmas gift for people. Okay. And, I, and I think it might be like Latin urban pop. Okay. I, I, I would imagine you're probably being influenced well, touring I, with Daddy yeah, Yankee, I mean, right? Listen, when you're on stage singing those kind of songs and you see the reaction people have to the, to, to Latin music, I mean, when I'm talking about you're you're going to places like Switzerland, you're going to places that's like insane, Poland, uh, Berlin. They're so uh, white, they're translucent. It's crazy, but they love they they know love. every fucking word to yes. Duda and fucking Rompe <laughs> and Gasolina. Like I'm talking these fucking like Russian bitches up on st- like in front row. Like singing gasolina, like yo, it's fucking insane. It's straight up insane, and it and it's it's kind of also beautiful because it's our culture and yeah. it's something that everybody wants to be a part of. And and you know, to me, I yeah, I was definitely inspired by that, and I and I have been inspired by that, and I also feel like I haven't released any Latin music. And um, if, if there was, it's weird because you know, before Magic City, there was two albums that I released that never got. That I that I recorded that never got released. Okay, and these were albums that you know were supposed to have like major label push, but then you know things fell apart with management and the label, and like nothing ever happened for me. This is when I was like younger, and in those albums I was doing like like blended English Spanish shit. You know, really? so to see it happening now, I'm like, yo, I want to get in on that. Cause I've been like <laughs> telling people this whole time. You were ahead of you the curve. Can, yeah, you can sing in Spanish and English and people will get it. Like right. these are things that labels didn't get at the time, you know. Yeah. And now you can. And and it's fucked. It's also fucked up because, you know, we live in a country where like things like that are being shunned. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The idea. It's more important now than ever. To exactly. Embrace it and to kind of. Absolutely. Almost shove it in people's face. Right. To of just course. be like, no, yeah, this is this who can we are. Happen. Like yeah. this can happen. This you know, can it's happen. like, I am going to sing in both languages. Oh, and by the way, this is about a man. Right. And <laughs> like, I'm, right. you know, exactly. it's like, yeah, like exactly. you're just going to. Right. I, and, and I, and I've, and I've never felt more ready to mm-hmm. do that. So I think, I mean, I, I also have a ballad that, that might drop, but we haven't discussed that yet. We, we're, I'm trying to work it out with my team, and I want to have our video ready and like have okay. everything ready. But it's it's like a big breakup ballad, like Adele style, like okay. which is something that I haven't released either. Um, yeah, I don't think I've heard that from you. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I mean, it's I've it's, heard slower tempo, but it not ballad. may make people jump out of a moving car kind <laughs> of song. Like it's one of those. <laughs> It's one of those songs. It's I like I don't know because the expressway is, is crowded it's enough. Bad enough. I don't, as need, it is. I, don't I mean, man, I, why are the expressways so bad in Miami? Like, I feel uh, like they've been always doing construction on them. And because then, since the dawn of time, the dawn of time, they've been under construction. That's why. What the fuck? 
I don't know what it is to see Coral Way not under construction. What the fuck? I just don't. I just don't. And like, I don't even know, like on the Palmetto right now, for example, like how do I get anywhere? Like oh. there's like different exits to everywhere. There are exits. I think one of them takes you to Narnia. Like it's well, just it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like I just want to get to Dolphin Mall. <laughs> I just need to get over there yeah, to like, that place right there. Just get I can me see to, it. Like, yeah, like I, I know it. it's I there. there. Or like, where's the IKEA? Like, I don't even know how to get to IKEA anymore. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Now I want meatballs. Okay, so, I told you I was from Miami. You are. You yeah, are. You are unabashedly Miami. Yo, man. your album is called Magic City. Come on, how I know. much Miami can you? How much I know. Miami can you I know. Get? I know. But that's it's about things. time that someone for, like I feel like other than Pitbull like made it <laughs> from Miami. <laughs> well, well, I guess Camila Cabello. We have Camila Cabello. But you I know don't what? Feel like she's, she's, she's not our Miami people. She is. Pero, she's younger generation. Right. Right. Like Pitbull's like our. He's our age, peeps. Our, yeah. our, our our peer. That's yeah, what like, I was looking for. I mean, Culo changed my life. But enough about your personal life. Right. Um, <laughs> I am the worst host ever. <laughs> no, you're the best. <laughs> uh, so, I mean... What a good transition. We're just like, right? Like, I don't know how to we're talking about now? out of that. We can talk about that Sure. Too. No, um, <laughs> I still try to maintain this... PG-13-ish? Uh, ish, more or less. Like, you know, we touch the R, but we that line, but right. then we, okay. yes, we pull of course. back. Cause mostly you have cause teenage fans. DJ's son also listens to this in the mornings. Oh my god, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's okay. But well, well, you can edit. I'm not editing most of this. Okay, um, no. I may edit like when you said um. That's oh, about okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, all of the rest is gold. Shit. But exactly. But um, so, I mean, you're you're like stupid levels of busy, which yeah. is great. And now I have things to look forward to to pop up on my Spotify or Deezer yes, in the next couple months. There's a lot of stuff coming up for you, I promise. And Although I fully expect like a text to tell me, hey, it's dropping. I'm just putting that out there. Well, now I mean, uh, yeah, now I will. No, okay. Will. Now, no, now you have to. It's now just, it's real. This is just what happens. Anybody who's been on our show, I fully expect to be told about upcoming projects before right. they drop. Well, I, I will. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't know there's a contract you sign afterwards? You no, know? I didn't. Yeah, it's, but it's here. I will sign it. <laughs> I've signed so many other things. <laughs> I'm like one of those people that just signs things. I just Listen, sign. Apple, Apple owns all of our souls anyway. Yeah, it's, so it's over for, man, it's for all of us anyways. Good luck reclaiming it. Dude, yeah. Um, what do you got coming up? Because I know you've got a couple shows coming up, especially for those of us, for yes. those of our listeners who are here in the Miami area. Yeah. Carol Channing came up It's <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> It's on, yes. As she should. It's on th- the ghost of Carol Channing will also be there. And then November 2nd, I'll be with D.Y. with Daddy Yankee um, at the iHeartRadio show. He's going right. to be, he's headlining with Jennifer Lopez and Osuna. At the AAA, at right? At the AAA. The so AAA. get your tickets and ya you can catch me. Exacto. There's no excuse not to catch Robbie, whether you're here or fucking international because exactly. he's, in, he's this boy's been in Switzerland. Yeah, we're. I mean, okay. we're about. Where are we going next? I'll tell you right next. Ooh, we'll, we'll be, we're getting we'll itinerary. Be, yeah, we'll be in Panama on the twenty fourth. Okay, too. so if any you're in Panamanian Panama, listeners? Gente in Panama, de Panama, dale. You gotta, you gotta catch him yeah. out. And if not, you know what? Y'all got phones. Y'all got Spotify. <laughs> y'all got Deezer. Y'all got iTunes. You can check this boy out. Like, I mean, straight up. Like, and not because you're the guest. And and I say this like I told you the first time I heard you was like eons ago and i like i kind of cyber stalked you to find more of your music yeah super talented guy thank and you. it makes me very happy to see you have success thank you you know that's something that i i always whenever i see somebody who's like clearly you've been working at it you know what i mean it's not just like well i sang a song and i tried and i didn't go and you know right. and nothing happened and i just abandoned it because it was hard yeah you know like no i have mad respect for anybody who creates 
because I know how hard it is to create yeah. and, and make a quote unquote thing, right. you know, whether it's a movie, a song, a painting, a photograph, yeah. whatever. And, but to see you have this, the success and this, I'm going to go out on a ledge here and say this beginnings of even greater success. I hope so. It makes me very happy to see. <laughs> Thank you. Because, you know, I've, again, I was, I, I've been listening to your music since the beginning. I've, I've bought drinks from you when you were attending bar, even Thank though you, you don't remember me. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I, it, it forgive me it wouldn't be my my show if i didn't make you feel bad forgive me um, it's okay. but and, and your honestly, catholic guilt is getting it, to me welcome <laughs> <laughs> i just you know just uh, like my grandmothers i just guess me we're, maybe we're the same age <laughs> how dare <laughs> you <laughs> so but honestly thank you. man thank no, you thank you for real. taking time i know you're like literally what it's like a, a week and then you're off again yeah I well, know well, your yeah, time well, at Monday home is precious LA, yeah your time at home is precious, and the it fact is. that you—I think even today is your mom's birthday. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, I love that you reminded me. Yes, I wanted to. to, to so you know. I know you've got way yeah. other things that you could be doing, and yeah. you took time out to sit here with us. Thank so you. Thank you so much. I man. do want to do one more thing before we're Whatever done. Whatever you want. Until you're back here, baby. Miss you, want you, need you so. Until you're back here, baby. Yeah. There's a feeling inside I want you to know You are the one and I can't let you go Something like that, right? A little that bit. That's, I was I, trying to remember I, it. That's, actually, you I was to, really you, feeling you, that. You nailed it. You nailed it, sir. <laughs> I could be in BB Mac, y'all. Come on. See, yeah, you could be, it could be BB, BB R Mac. Yeah, R B B Mac. I'm into it. I'm into. I, it. That's really difficult. But we're gonna we're gonna go up to their uh, concert in Epcot, and we're just gonna sit front row like I did for Taylor Dane. What? And and we'll I'll tell you that story off. Oof. But and we will just we'll just give him your demo tape, like yeah. you know, like Mariah with Tommy Matola. Yeah. Well, I'm into it. That's it. We're done. That we've got, that's it. We've got our plans for that weekend of November. Any relation to Mariah, we're good. We <laughs> have ended this on a good note. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, seriously, man. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you so much. <laughs> And we're back. Well, again, I really, 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 really loved that interview. It was great. We were just sitting in my house drinking some whiskey, which apparently is a thing that we do now whenever we <laughs> we meet people. We have drinks and just chill. Uh, yeah. And but yeah, so I mean, I had a great time talking with Robbie. Um, he actually has some some gigs coming up if you're in the South Florida area on November fifteenth and the nineteenth at the. N-E-M-E Gastro Bar. Nemi, Nem, I don't know how to pronounce it. He actually just had a gig uh, last night, Halloween. So he's keeping very, very busy, and I can't wait to actually go catch him. I'll probably go to the ones in November. You should come with me. So yeah, can, I, I, I could be like, hi. hi. <laughs> you, didn't know, you don't meet me, but here I am. Here I am. Um, he's got also, and I, I love when he busted out with B.B. Mac in the interview. See? I need to go see B.B. Mac in concert. <laughs> well, uh, like next weekend in Epcot. Oh, the food and wine yeah. festival. How, how, how are we not going? I don't know because I told you about this like months ago. See, well, not months ago, like weeks ago. Head. Before we give our last Sodas. soda. Okay. Here's a little little nugget of joy for you guys coming up. Did you affect change in the time that it took for us to finish okay. this episode? Diet now. Start your diet now. Because <laughs> December 6th is Croqueta Palooza. That's true. And we expect everyone to go. Have you checked out the lineup this year? I did, but I don't recall it off the top of my head. It's like crazy because. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, I remember, I remember being like, (gasps) 
there's <gasps> going to be like obviously other restaurants with the yes, croquetas, you know. but there's going to be other restaurants as well. Oh yeah, yeah, non non croqueta, non croqueta, non croqueta food. food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, desserts yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, because I, I think is Tio Polo, Tio, Tio Polo is going to be there. So um, creamy creations, of course. People with start dieting now. Yes, because and, the thing with croqueta, well, the thing with any any event um, by Burger Beast yes. is that when you pay to whether it's hamburger house party or croqueta palooza, mm-hmm. it's not. Only that it's all you can eat. It's like the, the the servings are huge. Like in, yeah, it's in, not in, like it's in not like a party house croqueta. party. They were giving like some of them were giving like full blown burgers. Some of them, all of them. No, because to, some, oh yeah, some, but I got to the point. That, yeah, no, I because eat. I thought before the first before I went to Hamburger House Party since I hadn't been before. Right. I thought, well, you know, maybe they'll give out like sliders. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. it just makes more sense from, logistically, just, right, right, right. You know, from a cost perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, take nope. out sliders. Nope, they were giving out full burgers, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's like 20 spots, <laughs> and I have to try all of them. Am I gonna have to eat 20 burgers? You were, you are, Blanche, yeah. <laughs> But um, Croqueta Palooza, I can't stress it enough. Yes, and it's it not is, because it is a 21 plus event, though, guys. It's not because we're hosting it, and it's not because it's hosted by Burger Beast, who's our friend. But really, it's one of the best events in town yep. uh, where you really get your money's worth. Yep. Uh, it's this a, year it's indoors. Yes. If you it, went last year, we know it's a little yeah, hot. Yeah, because, you know, it's so hot. Right. <laughs> you know? So it is indoors this so, year, you know, guys. It may, since it's in December, you know, it may still be 100 degrees yes. in December. So <laughs> you never know. That's true. <laughs> Maybe my candles are still going to be gonna melted. Gonna you be, know, in just, December. They're going to be magma. So um, it is indoors. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, it is one of the best events in town and we're very fortunate to have an event like that because a lot mm-hmm. of times when you have these food events even like something as big as the taste of chicago mm-hmm. you know or even the south florida food and wine festival mm-hmm. which are great events in itself but you know they give you the little brown thing with a little yeah, sample it's, of it's, it it's like sample platters which is nice and but it's like, you can't um, be the full really? size i want more lobster roll it's like, <laughs> you know really i want another meatball uh, yeah. but this is an awesome and event so. also also, listeners, keep your eyes and ears open because over the coming weeks, we may or may not be doing a contest, which may or may not have some tickets that may or may not let you get into Croqueta Palooza. May or may not. We haven't decided yet. We haven't decided yet. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> but just keep an ear out. Anyway, an when all, all this croqueta talk. And... Oh, my God. I, want cro- I totally want croquetas now. Oh, can we go croqueta here? We're eating a healthy apple. I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's soda time. Whoop, whoop. You want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Great. So, my last soda goes to. You always say that you want to talk more about sports. Well, here yes. we go. I don't know anything about them, but I want I want to talk more about to sports. the NCAA. Okay, the, the national the NCAA, college. Yes, the NCAA finally, finally. <laughs> you know, I feel like you are just like came, like, came <laughs> into the twenty first century. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. So this week, the NCAA finally, the Board of Regents or the Board of Directors finally approved that college athletes get some type of compensation from their likeness. From their likeness. So let me explain further. And I'm going to bring up Michigan, but it's my show. So they're not getting paid to play. No. So here's the thing. Okay. Here in Miami, maybe it's a little bit different because Miami is not a college town. So, you know, the biggest team we have here is the University of Miami. Right. Right. Um, for better, for worse, and go Canes. And even university, I mean, you know, the UM football team hasn't been 
great in a while. Yeah. I'm not offending anybody. It's I'm just, just going by fact. Historically. It, it hasn't had like a winning season. Like when a, we were kids. Uh, in a long time. Or even in the 90s. I believe one well, in 99. That's what, that's, what um, <laughs> that's what I meant. But even though, but even so, there's not like a face for the game in terms of uh, a player, like a quarterback, full-blown yeah, advertisement player. and media. When I was in the Midwest, and not, I only didn't see this from, like, let's say, the University of Michigan or Michigan State University mm-hmm. or Ohio State. All these colleges in the Midwest, mm-hmm. which, you know, are great sports towns, yeah. they use their athletes' likeness in the same way that professional athletic um, teams do so for example the yankees would use pictures of jeter and Mm of uh mariano rivera or i don't want to talk about the cancer (laughs) jennifer lopez's we're trying to get his fiance on the show Um, be nice um you know they use these athletes as like the face of it whether it's in merch or it's in advertising advertising right whatever and colleges do the same thing. They just don't um, have to pay the, again here they don't in Miami. Kids. Uh, here in Miami, it's not as obvious. But in like these people, like I'll never forget that in um, in East Lansing, mm-hmm. there was like this mural that had the picture of the um, uh, quarterback for the Spartans for Michigan State University, mm-hmm. and the same went with Ohio State University when I went there. So. They don't get paid for that. Right, right. They don't get paid. They don't get any compensation. These people have to take f- pictures, photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they have to do like the whole shebang. They have to do advertisements, not with like um, advertisements within the school, like whether it's promotional campaign right, right, right. or stuff of the school. And they don't get paid for any of that. And the schools are making millions of dollars from this. Right. So they finally, I mean, the, the details are sketchy at this point. Right, right. But they, but they approved that. They finally approved that they're going to receive some type of compensation Good. for this. Good and for I think them. it's more they than fair. They should be compensated it's, for their likenesses. It's more than fair because you're selling an image. Because, you know, especially these Big Ten. Like, mm-hmm. in, in terms of college sports, it's all about the Big Ten. Yeah, 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 You know, Michigan State, um, University of Michigan, Ohio. Um, it, it's it's all about those, like, the, again, the Big Ten. And um, those are powerhouses. Yeah. And the advertisement for those schools, those campaigns are enormous. Like, just enormous. Mm-hmm. And those kids don't get any money any money from it so yeah welcome thank you the ncaa for coming into the 21st century um and finally giving something how much they're going to give and how it's going to be paid out i i, the I mean it could be sketchy. intuition it could be but, but just but the fact that they agreed they to acknowledged this, they acknowledged it mm-hmm. is like a huge because they're a very archaic organization oh, sure. so yay here here's a Soda for you, because maybe it's a <laughs> non-Coke school. That's true. It could be a, like a Shasta. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. See, that's what I do. I, you know, left field it for you. Um, so my last soda is also going to an organization. Go ahead. Get it out of your system. Actually, you know what I want to get? The La Vela that smells like Pan Cubano. Oh, from Al- Albisa Candles? Yes. They were here. They were here like uh, two weekends ago or something, and they left a bunch of them all up and down La Calle Ocho, uh, like with some of the, um, the restaurants. Martha, have them? Oh, Martha, Martha of, Miami. of Miami, I don't know. I don't know if she has them. I think they're they're LA girls. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. 
I want okay. it. I want it. And they have one that smells like, I think, like uh, violetas or something like that. Like, mm. they have a, it's three of them. I was like, I hope you don't have one that smells like fricasse because I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, on the right day, at the right moment. It at could the right work. place. It could work. It could work. Um, but no. Um, so my last note is going to an uh, organization. Uh-huh. Exactly. I was going to say, go for it. Say it. Uh-huh. No, it's going to lift the right service. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you heard about this, but this week they just announced a new initiative that's going to allow um, riders either free or discounted rides so that they can not only go to job interviews, but also for the first three weeks of their employment. Oh, wow. And so what they're doing is they're partnering with local organizations. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So like, uh, well, lo- some national, some local, like the National Down Syndrome Society, um, the United Way. And so it's currently just rolling out in 35 markets in the U.S. and Canada where they're partnering so that, you know, they understand that one of the main reasons that people cannot make it to work is transportation. Right. And an interesting statistic that Lyft has just from their own studies is that 44% of Lyft rides start or end in low-income areas, mm. which means that these are people who don't have the means to purchase right. a car. So, you know, they're, they're looking for ways to, to get around and... This is kind of what they're doing to give back. So I thought that was very, you know, that, that so was commendable. So a Coke for Lyft. Definitely a, a soda for Lyft. Because, again, we don't know. It's, it's we nice. don't know who Lyft partners It's nice with. when big companies have a conscience. It is nice. Stuff. Okay. Not a last Coke thing, but I just thought about it. Tu sabe what is the God. epitome when of, you start with, tu sabe, of vagancia, of like major vagancia. Because now when you started saying that Lyft is um, testing that out in some markets, right. it it reminded me of this. Do you know what Walmart is testing out in some markets? Is it the robot that cleans? No. So, because picking your groceries online and having them delivered to your door isn't enough. Isn't enough, right? Because I don't know about you. Does somebody walk in now. I don't know about you, but to me, buying, buying groceries is very personal i want to look at my produce i want to look yeah, at select your at whatever. whatever i mean call me crazy I you will, know but... but that's how i approach it uh-huh. i want to look through the carton of eggs to make sure yes that none of, of, course, them are of course of course um whatever but you know a lot of people do it through amazon where you whatever yeah, amazon fresh right. or whatever they deliver and they bring it to your door there's an apartment in my building the epitome of balancia is that now that walmart is trying out this Service. service where you go online on okay. the app and okay. you pick what they want mm-hmm. they somebody comes to your house through the front door when you're not there and they put it in your fridge so you're just and they have strangers. a body cam they okay body cam. okay so they... they have a body cam okay so you get to see on your phone i guess you get an alert or right, whatever right. the the person is entering your house and you see them entering the house and opening the fridge yeah no and putting the stuff on the fridge. No. And all that. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. No, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Este país está por peso. Okay, okay, yes. Eso es comunismo. Eso es comunismo. Eso, eso okay. es comunismo. That is just, that's that's like what I said. Remember when the iPhone, the iWatch came out? Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's a redundant technology. It is. Because like when the iWatch came out, my brother was like, look, it could do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right, it could do everything your phone can do. Just sitting on your On your, on wrist. your wrist. So instead of, you know, you pulling your wrist up to your face. Right. Now you, know, you do it on your wrist. No, no, in a, in a smaller of, interface that you can't even see. Right, right. Instead of pulling, you know, the action of pulling the phone out of your pocket. Oh, that was your so face, exhausting. That's so, so much more exhausting. So exhausting. Oh my god, I'm, I'm just tired right. of listening to you talk right. about it. Oh, you know, redundant technology. That's why I was like, it's redundant technology. 
Like, if you want to rock an eye, I watch great Knock for you. Right. But it's like... It's, it's not a necessity. Uh, it's nothing new, quote-unquote. Whatever. But anyway, yeah. Esa es la vagancia. That, that's like when people that are older are like, yo en mi día tenía que montarme en un caballo con una, una de eso para ir al mercado y esperar... It's like, coño. You know, it's to have somebody come into your house that you don't know, okay? To put them away for you. To put them away for you. And you're so... And, and, oh, <sighs> Are they gonna? Is there somebody gonna come and, and like you know cut the food for you? And you I'm know, gonna fight them. You know. We're just we're just on a on a fast track to that damn world from Wally. Wow. <laughs> Wally is so cute. Wally is so underrated. It is. I feel it's underappreciated. It is. It's so underrated. It's the giraffe of Pixar movies. Yeah, that's because you know people have it, have it against robots. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> well, well you know. <laughs> with that said wow we steered from our last coke shenanigans a lot we hope you listened laughed and learned yes and don't forget the power of writing emails yes. to corporations yes it works people <laughs> it it works. can you believe it worked twice, twice in like a month twice <laughs> so um yeah we hope you listen laughed and learned <laughs> and grab your croqueta your pastelito and your jupina and that was episode 87 uh, thank you very much everyone have a great weekend bye mi gente it feels so good Babe, it's a you, babe. I keep on melting like chocolate vanilla, strawberry killer, rocky roll loving. It's not for nothing, baby. Coffee and liquor, you're falling quicker. I think it's How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.